0: Welcome back to this Nextlander podcast, the Nextlander Audio Empire. Empire? That's not a good word anymore.
1: Yeah,
2: it hasn't been for some time, but you know, <laughs> you can you can come up with a version of that that is
0: not the profoundly evil version of it, I suppose. What, well, Alex, what should we... What do you... The the, the Nextlander Audio Co-op. Your, no...
2: Uh... I mean, I guess, I mean, look, hey, we're equal partners. I guess you could call us a co-op, but... It's a
0: co-op. It's a fine co-op.
2: A co-op feels like co-opting uh, that term in a way that maybe is not intended for. Sure.
0: Brad, do you have uh, uh, any better uh, uh, words to swap in here?
3: Artisanal farm to table.
0: There you go. Audio- How about the-, the Next Lander audio
2: concern? We are a going concern.
0: It's always a concern. hmm I- I look I'm concerned right now. Uh, may look a, name my may face. not
3: name a not evil challenge. Or sorry, name a not evil empire challenge.
0: Mm. Name a not evil empire challenge. Mm. 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 Empire mm. records.
3: Okay. All
0: right. Did they were they ever evil though?
3: I'm they sure somebody like a li- like a little like yeah.
2: at a retail level of evil, but okay. that's about it. Empire state building. Evil. Eh, it can dark- be, depending on what light color scheme they've got going on. <laughs>
0: you know how many dark things are happening underneath that building? Yeah. Uh, I, um. speaking of evil, oh. I feel like as I'm getting older, my- You're getting f- more evil? I'm getting more, I that's where I was going. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. just getting more evil. My resting face has become more evil, and mm. I find myself- People asking me if I'm okay when I'm just listening to someone now. Are you okay? No, generally not. Uh. But, um, like, uh, I, I took, uh, my passports expired and my, my wife and I were taking new passport photos and she was like, wow, you just look so mad. Why do you, and I was like, oh, I'm just trying to have a neutral face. They asked me not to smile in my TSA pre-check photo and I assumed that maybe they don't want you to smile in like government ids or something i don't know but i was like they wanted to
2: match your eventual mugshot.
0: yeah exactly (laughs) exactly when they scan it they want they want when the ai needs to put all the points on your face you Mm -hmm. don't want to throw it off um but yeah i don't know maybe is that gravity doing its work and just turning that frown upside down or is it just the weight of the world if anything it's it's pulling that frown further down yeah just this is already upside down that frown is going downtown how yeah, do I stop no, it? brad's no, shaking his head.
3: No notes. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pull that frown further down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, look. I don't think I've been in a like particularly smiley. I don't think anybody's been in a particularly smiley mood, no. jaunty mood, walking around. Not remotely. Um, I was walking down the street uh with my kid. I was walking uh, her to school and was doing <laughs> doing kind of a silly walk. Uh, just because you know I was doing the kid and somebody else passed me by and be like. Huh, happy today, huh? <laughs> just like, gotta fake it till you make it, bud. Um, just that's what's happening on the streets. That's Thanks for the street report. <laughs> yeah. Any out the here f- on these streets. This is basically somebody be like, the fuck you so happy about? <laughs> I mean, uh, ain't nothing happy out there, hey, man. I'm scowling over here. <laughs> don't be happy on my streets, you happy guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I got to put on the good good front for the kids sometimes. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going
3: off to school. Got to send them in as happy as you possibly well, can. Luckily for you, you have thousands of hours of experience streaming video on the internet.
0: It's true. So you have Just plenty of
3: experience the putting on a good face. That's mm-hmm. right.
0: Just, uh, it's going on out there. I don't care. I'm here to talk about Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Jackbox Party Pack 10, and maybe some Assassin's Creed. Some of those things make me happier than others. Oh, uh, that uh, sounds. Which obvious. one? You'll find out next episode. That's been the next land podcast right. cliffhanger time. This is just uh, the check-in episode. Let's get in. Let's start with um. Let's start with Super Mario Brothers Wonder because this yeah. came out. It's new. Uh, right after we. Well, not right after, but pretty no, close man, after we finished. Basically, the last right spot, after. Yeah uh super mario brothers wonder the next in the super mario brothers series of games you may be familiar they do quite well mm-hmm. uh i the first thing i can tell you is i think at this point in my life aside from having uh, a very uh, angry looking resting face i think i enjoy the pure 3d kind of more odyssey, narrative mario driven odyssey galaxy style narrative you say yes they mm. okay when you think about mario odyssey mm. and at least mario galaxy kind of you're going out there and you're kind of
3: completing a story I, right I, I, I will say odyssey yes odyssey did have more story than i would and galaxy are getting those shine bits for rosalina and then like, you're doing the whole and thing what was
0: that story in uh, odyssey bowser's gonna, gonna marry peach bowser, you gotta stop that bowser
2: has my kidnapped God. Peach, and you have to get her back
0: they have turned the mario
2: narrative on its head
3: uh, it's I, uh, it's not story got a hat. It's not. It's not story as such, but that whole ending sequence on the moon in uh-huh. Mario Odyssey definitely more kind of cinematic than I would have expected. I was quite impressed.
2: I think that's maybe more what you're actually getting at is the idea of something that is a little bit more cinematic and involved that way. Because narrative, there is a narrative in Mario, and it is the same narrative every <laughs> single
0: time. But there, but. In Odyssey, and also in, in Galaxy, not Galaxy 2, but Galaxy, there are kind of points in the story where something might take a slight turn, or you've thought you've reached Bowser, but the princess was in another castle, let's
2: that's, say. You
3: know, there's, there's- These things happen. That's some, some a... M. Night
2: Shyamalan <laughs> shit, man. That's the level of twist <laughs> we're talking about here.
3: There's a- Look, you're in the flower kingdom here. There's a- Oh, There's a centipede prince on your Uh, shoulder.
0: Uh Uh-huh. He lives in your brain.
2: That's a story.
0: Uh, So this is Super Mario Brothers Wonder. This is much more akin to, um, and people have said it before. I forget who said it, Brad. This is the successor to Super Mario Brothers World.
3: You mean Super Mario World? World. Super Mario World. Sorry. Uh, GameSpot said that. GameSpot's review, I think, called it like the rightful successor to Super Mario World. I could see it. Or something.
2: I could see it. I I don't agree with it.
3: I can see it. I don't know. I I, I'm it. not. I haven't played through the whole thing yet, so that's, that's a pretty lofty claim to have to yeah. justify until you've seen the whole thing. But
2: you're not riding a Yoshi. You uh, could be a Yoshi. You can ride a Yoshi if someone else is playing the Yoshi.
3: Uh, you know, is, is Yoshi an essential Mario component? I would argue no.
2: OK, All right, look, I kind of agree with you. I think it's yeah. more essential than some of the other components that you well, see from t- frequently. But is
3: it, is it necessary? I guess is what I'm saying. Like, can you have a Mario game without Yoshi? Yes. In yes. today's economy, Shh.
2: I mean, I Yoshi. would have said you couldn't have a Mario game without Charles Martinet, but look at me. I'm have you seen wrong. the
3: price of Yoshi feed these days?
0: <laughs> can you have a proper Mario game without a Bowser? Mm. Yeah,
2: yes, it's was called yes. Super
3: Mario Brothers Two. Yes, is, you is that a proper can. Mario game? You absolutely yes. can. Wart <laughs> has not gotten his due over the years.
2: Yeah, um, people, people are way too harsh on King Wart. Harsh on. Yeah, that dude totally should have appeared in another one of these games as a primary villain again. Oh, yeah, sure, sure.
3: I've said it before. I mean, the lineage of Mario 2 was well known. It was adapted from an existing game, so that's Mm -hmm. where the whole picking up and throwing mechanic came from. But I've said this before, like, what if every single Mario game had a different set of mechanics? They're getting getting close. Instead of After 2 being weird offshoot, and also there's the whole US 2 versus Japanese 2, that's a different... That's a different story. Anyway, what if they'd gone what if they had not gone straight back to jumping on shells and kicking them? Oh, I see. And punching blocks from below.
0: You mean completely different? Yes. Like yeah. what if
3: every single Mario had like a totally different set of mechanics?
0: Like if we if we stayed in the Castlevania to Simon's Quest, the Adventures of Link and the uh, Doki Doki Panic style Mario, that level of like, let's just try something different here. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. What if instead of jumping on an enemy, you didn't smush it? You just rode on its back until you picked it up and threw it somewhere.
2: So the thing is, I'm with you, but unfortunately, we are always going to be defeated in this argument because the two games that came after Super Mario Brothers. Two are two of the greatest video games ever made. I mean, yes, we can't have that argument anymore. Unfortunately, look,
0: what you got was a floaty jump. A high jump on Luigi, a floaty jump on the princess, Toad runs fast. These are the things that we got from Super Mario Brothers. Picks 2. Picks up fast. Yeah, picks What's up that? fast. Oh, picks up fast. Mario just like they, does
2: everything normal.
0: They kind of ditched, I feel like, the picks up fast and just went with Toad runs fast or, or moves fast. But this doesn't have any of that. Yeah, there's no this picking up in this
3: game, really. Toad, toad and Princess, the only characters worth playing in that game. <laughs> in Super Mario Brothers 2.
0: I tried to explain, I thought it would be fun to explain Super Mario Brothers 2 and Doki Doki Panic to my kid. It was maybe interesting for a hot second, but there is no love for Super Mario Brothers. No, there's no oddity right there because it's yeah. such a historical thing that it's not like, hey,
3: man, did you know? And it's like, I don't. OK, yeah. Cool.
2: If that's not a game yeah. you got for your birthday from right. your grandmother, you
3: don't have any real affection for it necessarily. Or, or, or very conspicuously for me, the game where the kid I knew who I was not exactly friends with, but got the game. <laughs> that mm. i injured i i engineered the hey maybe i could go over to your house mm-hmm. your new best friend hey and that's play, how i played Mega Man 2 for the first time played mario 2 all afternoon and then never went back <laughs> uh super mario bros
0: wonder One. the actual game uh, we're talking about the game we're talking about out now on the switch it is a uh, uh, a lot of fun it is kind of left to right platforming it is not a full on behind the back Mario game. It is no. um, more in the vein of a 2D style platformer with so a, there's lot a little of bit hijinks. of top down as well. If you uh, get the right bonus level, ooh, and uh, and also you have a little like
3: overworld map where
0: you run around. This? So it's mission Mashin', Mashin', a couple of things from the recent games. Yeah,
3: but this is the next game in the Super Mario Brothers franchise in yeah. the lineage.
0: Yeah, it's it's got it's a, a little, mainline Mario game. It's a mainline well, Mario. It's, it's. I'm saying
3: of, that. Let's not. I mean, no, yeah. I, I, no, I'm no about to is. do it as I'm saying. Let's not. I'm absolutely going to jump feet first into this. But, uh huh. I mean, the 3D games were the mainline games, but then they went yeah. back around to the brothers 2D games. So, shit, man. Maybe they're all mainline games. I think
2: that also could be an an an, uh, an accurate argument. I so don't when you, care.
3: He's when you thing, say three D, Super you Mario mean Like
0: 64 and Odyssey and Galaxy, not 3D World.
3: Okay. Is I Super D World is. Is I Super Mario 64 is. the sequel to Super Mario World? That's the question. That's the, the, the fundamental question that we as a society need to answer before we can move on.
2: Are you Tom saying card? is that Super Mario Brothers five or I'm, is that is the is the numbering completely meaningless?
3: Well, I mean this also brings the Yoshis Island question into the conversation, which nobody wants to deal with. No. I,
0: I'm gonna say, and feel free to add or or dismiss. But I'm gonna say there's a few taxonomies. Like we got to go down a couple of lines of Mario here. There are Mario one, two, three World, the two D ones, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna put those in a category, and then there are the three D ones, and you mm-hmm. put those in a category, like Odyssey and and sixty four and and uh, uh, Galaxy. Then you get the new Super Mario Brothers stuff, which we don't invite them to Thanksgiving in my house. They kind of live over there. And then you get the World and Land stuff, mm-hmm. which are also very good, but they're closer to the one, two, and three, I think, in mm, worlds. They're kind of hybrid. Yeah,
3: they're, they're really, kind of hybrid. Like, I think they, they're they have, the, they, have the, they have the kind of structure and spirit of the 2D games, but with a 3D camera, 3D ish 25 d
0: you know, you overworld, you, you can run around your 3D mm-hmm. characters. So I'm going to put those with the the world's stuff on that side, and Yoshi's Island on that stuff. Uh, and I'm going to separate the 3D ones, and I'm going to separate the new Super Mario Brothers stuff because new is its own thing that's its own thing and then of course we're not talking about the rpg stuff or the paper mario stuff no
2: that that is in fact a whole other lineage outside of what we're talking about
0: but if you're talking about platforming games yeah i think that's how this goes and this one is a little odd because i think it takes things from new super mario like the four player co-op and stuff they get rid of the collision which thank god they get rid of that and yeah that does help don't tell me otherwise um, it's got the overworld running around map from like the 3d world and, and land stuff where you kind of just run around this overworld map, selecting where you want to go, collecting star bits or shines, or in this case, what are they seeds? Um, um the- wonder seeds, wonder seeds to I open up the next things. Hamons. Cause they look like big ham hocks for <laughs> some do, reason. They do look like delicious hams,
3: but like, uh, it's like, but like ham hocks that taste like blueberry.
2: Uh huh yes depending on which world you're in they do have slightly different color schemes
0: and the kind of hook here aside from becoming an elephant so far is uh or a bubble man or or the bubble man is uh during most of the main levels you can kind of touch this flower and get dizzy you can uh you can touch a flower and it kind of does a weird thing to the level some trippy business to yeah, the so level I
3: just this basically just tripping balls mode secret yeah. zone yeah, secret does, zone. And does does every single level have one of those? Every main so. level every seems main to levels. have one. Okay.
2: Anything that isn't like a challenge level or a side thing. Yeah, and that, they seem to hide a wonder seed
0: behind it.
3: Yes. That that seems like the that that seems like the here's the unique mechanic for this level thing in this game. Like hitting that like engaging that mode is going to reveal whatever cool idea they can cuz that's, that's been the thing with these games for the last decade or something, right? It's like I would, I would love to know what their, like, tool chain looks like for for coding new mechanics in these games. Because there's so goddamn many of them that I have to assume they are doing some high-level thing where, like, designers can probably contribute. You know what mm. I mean? hmm Where it's like, you don't need a coder to, like, every time a level designer has a cool idea, they don't have to be, like, go get a programmer and be like, Hey, could you, like, make 80 of these for this game? Like, 80 of my ideas here on this notebook paper page right. mm-hmm. into actual mechanics. Like, it's just impressive how much they cram into these games.
0: So the, yeah, that's kind of the world mechanic they have there. I mean, there are new suits, like we said, the elephant suit and the uh, the bubble suits. And that's kind of what I've gotten so far. I went back and I started playing with my kids in three-player mode. Um, There is an online setting where you basically can take your play session online to see ghosts running around which adds a similar functionality to the local co-op like uh, revives like if you die if you can slap somebody's character or this cardboard cutout they can make this little poster of them you can get revived uh, in the game and that, that works in co-op as well you, you kind of are a ghost for a number of seconds and you can get revived there um,
3: I, I keep I keep staring at those ghosts trying to figure out if that's like if if, at least in some cases if it's actually asynchronous like they're not actually playing live at the same time that they recorded ghost data but the revive stuff makes it seem like it's probably all actually live
0: i have seen some people turn around and come back to grab me as a ghost right right so uh I assume, like, I've seen ghosts on mine that I've turned around to go get two, and also they do things where, like, it'll say, like, Yoshi finished the level, and you're like, well, I don't know, did Yoshi and I start the level at the same time, or is, is that what we're doing here?
3: Yeah, the The main reason I was wondering if they could, like, sub ghost recordings in is, like, what happens in five years when nobody's really playing this game on the daily yeah. mm-hmm. anymore? Like, is that feature just dead?
0: i I totally think that they maybe they could just put recorded ghosts in there for people that and start them when you start the level, right, so that you're yeah. kind of on the same page. It's also kind of helpful and we did a stream of this on um Friday, Friday when it came out the um there are secrets in Mario games, as you might know if you're not aware, there are secret things in it, and it's kind of helpful to see the ghosts kind of poking around the level too where things might be and little dark souls
3: is I think Brad, you said that. It was mm-hmm. like a, yeah, it has it's a that little bit feature. of that Soft thing. That's a weird feature for Nintendo.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's really the hook of it. I mean, the the gameplay wise, it, it plays fine, jumps fine, moves fine. Well, the platform's fine. There's the other thing, which is the one
2: thing that I think is actually maybe my one significant beef with this game, which is the badge system. Uh, oh, beef. Okay. interesting. I mean,
3: I was going to come in here and just be like, dude, the badge is like, what the fuck? Mario, a Mario game with <laughs> Equipable passive abilities, but go on. So my problem with
2: it is not the array of abilities that they give you. I think those abilities are all pretty cool. At least the the ones that I've played around with so far, I felt like okay, this is a neat thing to add. This adds some interesting dynamics. The problem is I don't like them as these selectable abilities. Mm. I wish this was something. These were things you could play with in more discrete levels that are like specifically designed more often around those abilities you There are puzzles in some levels where it feels like, okay, if you have this ability equipped, you can tackle this thing or you can go to this hidden area or whatever, but you have to play them first. there isn't any there aren't isn't a lot there that's like designed specifically for those abilities because they can't guarantee that you're going to be playing with one ability or another.
0: I'm with you, like you wish should just kind of pick the thing for the level. And yeah. That was a, there is, a, or even if they just said straight up, hey, this is a level where
2: there are these puzzles in here. Maybe you should try this.
3: There is a Prince recommendation. <laughs> Prince's Choice. Thing. Yeah. Prince's choice. You can hit there's a Prince's Choice button where the, the Prince will pick the badge. But, but is I he have, doing
2: that for a reason or I, is he doing that just based on like, yeah. hey, this is your skill level?
3: I couldn't, I could not figure out for sure what, what that choice is even based on.
0: I've had him pick two different badges for the same level and I, don't know if he just got caught between two or mm-hmm. like, like I did it. And then I did the Prince Prince's choice again. And he picked a different badge and okay. I couldn't tell if it's like, all right, well, like, are there multiple secrets on here that I sh- one I should bring the hat for or the wall jump or yeah, I I'm kind of with you, Alex. It adds a layer of, you know, Mario games at their best are really fun platformers that have an edge of difficulty on them. Mm-hmm. And it kind of adds a thing that's like. Do I have to make a choice here? What's this level built around? Is there Yeah, uh,
2: you know, I mean, they I, want you to replay these levels. I mean, that's very yeah. clear. It's, it's the kind of game where they are very much encouraging you to go back and play with like different abilities, see if you can find more hidden stuff, et cetera, et cetera. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. And again, I think this is an interesting system, a thing that they are playing with. And a lot of these abilities are kind of neat. It just feels like one of those things, like similar to Odyssey where like they had a lot of ideas and they didn't necessarily pare them down. They just tried to find a way to make them all exist in this thing. And it's maybe like one thing too much for me. Like I think there's some neat abilities there. I think if they had pared them down and focused some more levels around them, that I would be way more into
3: it. What are what are some of the later badges? I'm I'm only up to about where we ended the stream. So far, so I haven't seen a ton of badges. Are there like interesting later ones that you've seen?
2: I've got like nine or ten of them. I think it's, you know, the, there's ones where it's like, hey, we added a bunch of exclamation point blocks to the level uh, that give you some extra places. Platforms to land on also extra coins and things like that. There's uh one, there's one I guess, that lets you dr- drop uh platforms. If you're on mm. a particular kind of platform, you can yes. drop below it. Right. Right. Which is one of those things where it's like, oh, you're turning that into an ability, not just a thing you can do in the game. That's, that's yeah.
3: weird. That's kind of how I felt about the first one. You get the using your hat as kind of a parachute to glide yeah. down. Like when they gave me that, I was like, oh, that's cool. You can do that. And then when I realized you're not guaranteed to always have that, I was like, oh,
1: yeah.
2: Like the extra wall jump one is one that I feel like is a really good kind of game changer. Like, hey, this really it gives you some, some extra oomph in your jumping. But again, it's a thing that's totally optional. Like, you can add it. I, there is a wall jump you can do regularly. It's just that this adds another jump on top of it.
0: And there are different, like, categories of badges. There are, like, um, like um I think where they boost badges, where they're, like, hey, you get extra coins for feeding yeah. an enemy. Yes, or, yeah. There's, yeah.
3: Or there's, uh, one, there's one that just starts you with an extra mushroom at the beginning of every level.
0: Yes, right. And then, then yeah. I think you can get like better badges or there are like expert badges or something i don't have any of them yet but most of the badges i uh, badges i have now feel like things that have been abilities in other games you know yeah. like the, the wall jump or the swim the dolphin kick thing i, I we got um the uh, uh the glide you know it's uh, uh, yeah i'm kind of i think you. the
2: abilities are cool is a thing like it's it's not that i hate the system or hate that what they came up with it's more that just like it just feels like they threw a bunch of ideas into this thing that you can then select select between. It just doesn't feel like quite as like let's just say edited, maybe as I I would have thought. But like it's a neat it's a novel approach. It's an interesting idea. I just don't know if I love this execution of it one hundred percent.
3: Yeah, I mean that that just seems to be the ethos of Mario these days, right? Is let's mm-hmm. just cram as many of the ideas as we could come up with in here in some fashion.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's probably worth noting, just in case people are wondering, uh, you get one badge for the local co-op if you're doing it. That, right, not, it's, get it's the, the same ability that ed, yeah. every player has. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you don't get to oh. individually pick which badge. Yeah. The group, the, uh, at least from the what, co-op, I can, what I can tell.
2: I appreciate what they did with the co-op by getting rid of the collision stuff and the thing where you basically end up accidentally fucking with the pl- person you're playing with on a regular basis, even when you don't want to. You still do a little of that sometimes if you run too far ahead or jump too far high and then they get turned into a ghost for no reason. Uh, I wish there was a little bit more stretch on that, but you know it is what it is. I just don't think the co-op is that exciting, and I think... So my partner was really looking forward to this game, and she is not digging it much at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm kind of trying to place exactly what it is about it that she's not liking, but I think part of it is just the fact that, like, it does not feel like there's a lot of dynamism to the co-op. It's more they got they they managed to get you out of the other player's way, but they didn't really add anything in that makes the co-op a more unique or or specifically fun experience. It's just a way to play the game with another person.
3: Yeah, I hadn't actually thought about that until you were sitting here saying it, that if you can't interact with the other players in any real way
0: you can revive that's about that's it that's yeah. about that's, it. that's yeah. really it um you can revive you can uh, you have a shared item inventory basically mm-hmm. it's got that thing where you queue up an item you know yeah like you can a, store a up to up. two i think um but yeah it's really parallel playing you're, you're, yeah. you're not really kind of intersecting much at all again aside from the um Reviving, which you kind of need to be able to do, because, like you said, if one player is a- ahead, and it's a even if it's a force scrolling level or something like that, other players get left behind.
3: Yeah, you know, I mean, so. yeah, I guess there is, you know, like you're gonna have to like if the other player kicks a shell, you're gonna have to get out of the way of it, or if somebody yes. else hits a block and takes a power that up, happens, you're not, yes. not going to get it. So there is p block or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's some kind of like passive interaction, but if you can't actually touch each other, then yeah, I guess how cooperative is it actually?
0: Also, um you have a shared live pool, life pool, which most for the most part especially in single player lives are kind of meaningless oh uh, they're, they're totally meaningless them. but uh we were playing with uh, three people and we were not doing something where the level had a instant fail if you did something and we were just burning through three lives at a shot you know it was just like three and so it went from like oh we have 15 lives and like all of a sudden we have 12 then we have like nine. you know we're just crunching through lives in about three minutes so uh, not optimal then that was not great because it was like, oh, one player dies. The other two players hit that fail state as well. I, I, can't, right. I can't remember exactly what the stage was. They have badge challenges, which are sometimes, I think, Alex, more of what you're talking about, like this level made for a specific badge. Yes. There, um, I'm not
2: saying there aren't any. I'm just yeah. saying that like a lot of the levels feel like they can't really contend with... You know, guessing what ability you're gonna have. It's like the, at most they have some hidden stuff that you
0: can go back and do later with that ability equipped. Right. But uh, overall, it, like I'm not, I'm not. It's not my favorite Mario game out of the gate.
2: Definitely uh, not I, I, out of the gate. Like I, 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 I really was looking forward to this one a lot. As soon as they announced it, like I love this style of Mario game, and I'm always. Ha- I mean, I don't love the new Super Mario Brothers games, but you know i'm i was pretty looking at what they were doing here i was pretty excited about it i also just don't think the the suits are really doing a lot for me either like the elephant the elephant's useful mm-hmm. but i don't think it's nearly as like enjoyable to me as some of the other animal suits they've done over the years and the bubble suit is just like you shoot bubbles <laughs> i i don't know why that's special or interesting other than it's sort of like a fire flower in that it's a way to kill an enemy, but like why are you doing this? Why come, what is the the meaning of this?
3: Come now as a Mega Man two fan, you must recognize the utility of shooting bubbles. I was just gonna I, say I do, not since Mega
0: Man two has a bubble suit been so maligned. But that that game
2: is 25 to more years old and it's not like they're making a reference to that it's just suddenly I, Mario has bubbles.
3: I have bad news for you. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair. I have bad news for you. The game is going on 40 years
2: old. Well, there oh, you man. go. See, I'm
3: just gonna die now. Um <laughs> I like the I like the structure of the game. I like um it's mean, I like, probably yes. not not unique to. I'm sure other Mario games have done this that I'm not thinking of, but like and again, I'm not I'm not super deep in, so maybe this changes somewhat, but like you just get a grip of levels and you can kind of run around Sort of wherever and do the ones you want to do until you get enough Wonder Seeds to just move on. Yeah. Right. mm -hmm. So like and they rate the difficulty, which I think is also not new here, but like, you know, you can basically say, like, I want to play the easy ones here and just rack up the Wonder Seeds and move on, or like, Oh, I want to go do the hard ones. You don't have to do everything. Yeah. Like, at least in that early area, you can get enough Wonder Seeds way before you do all the levels there. It's like very I think that's very 3D world and 3D yeah. land. Yes, kind of yes, the uh, and style. the um, the the flower coins—they had a second coin type. Mm-hmm. That's true. With that's fractional kind of coins. Oh my gosh! Uh, Nightmare. <laughs> seeing seeing like seventy two point <laughs> six coins is just a real mind fuck. I mean, like, I feel like the goofy like the joke about this game when they first start showing it was like, oh, it's like Mario Brothers on LSD or something. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And like. Seeing, seeing the fractional coins on the UI is definitely one of those, but also I wonder if they showed too much going in,
1: Mm. you know, Mm.
3: like the talking flowers, the elephant suit, the kind of everything getting all trippy every time you eat a thing in a level, you know what I mean? Like they did show a lot of that. Yeah. Like I, I feel like they're and obviously they have to market the game, but there would have been a little bit more delightful surprise to it if they hadn't shown so much of the weird shit.
0: I bet there's more uh, weird shit to be to be had. I'm I'm still fairly I'm in the first two worlds. I think not too much further than where we got in that. Stream. Yeah, I'm past
2: those ice that ice level. Okay.
0: Um. Or so ice I, I world. I'm not even sure how big the game is. You know, I, we saw the world map, and I think it was five. We counted five, uh, five or seven. biomes. Wasn't seven? Seven what biomes. Seven. I, I can't if you're remember counting
2: exactly. the center one also, which is sort of like the hub area that takes you to each
0: one. I that there are levels in that area, so uh so we'll see i'll, I'll keep it. the thing i do like about it um right now in my game queue is it feels like a game you can jump in and out of like totally. come back to when you have some time some nice levels have a nice yeah. time then yeah. come yeah. back sure. to it in a week or something right because i have a couple of big full-on uh narrative games sure. that i'm trying to get yeah. through and I've, yeah. i'm hitting points in some of them where i'm like eh, i just want to like muck around at a mario level for a bit and it's like the yeah. perfect Perfect thing for, like, an hour or so to jump around in.
2: Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm too down on this because I I, I am having fun with it. I wish the co-op experience with my partner was better because she was really looking forward to it. But, like, you know, even if she bounces off of it, I'm perfectly happy to finish it on my own. I'm I'm having a good enough time. I was just hoping for something, I think, that was just kind of going to... Fill me with a bit more wonder kind of right uh-huh. out of the gate. And right now it just kind of feels like, all right, there are some novel twists here on Mario things that I like, but nothing is really bowling me over, you know?
3: Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm at. I think I'm not as even as you guys are, but like, yeah, it plays just fine. Plays quite, you know, familiar familiarly.
2: Yeah, it's tight.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, it's it's maybe not kind of as much of a mindfuck as I as I expected. No. I was just say real quick that I, I I appreciate the flower coins are used to actually buy things in a shop. Yes, which was like another nice twist of like oh, there's like a reason to pick these up besides the non reason of getting more extra lives. You know what I mean? Yes, it's not the the, the regular coins are still there and still get you extra lives, but the, you the can buy all those coins.
0: standees, mm-hmm. all the different
3: standees are what they are, but like, so, you know, they,
0: Mario jumping Mario,
3: like the, the shops also sell, um, uh, badges in some cases, or yeah. like sell extra wonder seeds, which I assume you're going to need to get 100%. Yes, uh, so it's, it's it's nice to have the basic coin pickups and the levels actually go toward getting you something tangible for once. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes,
0: yeah. uh, that is Super Mario Brothers Wonder, it is out now, of course, on the Switch. And
2: soon um, to be out on the Switch 2 coming next year, it mm-hmm, uh, yeah. will be available on that platform sometime in the launch window. Also, uh-huh. that's also, my point.
3: also been out on the internet for like three weeks now. Oh, is that right? Oh, oh yes. I didn't this know. Leaked, this leaked way before it came out. Wait, oh, so was no it no like idea. up on
0: the store or something? Or no, 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 no. I mean, like somebody just had a, a copy.
3: Leaked oh, okay. out. Somebody got a hold of a cart and dumped it or something. Hackers? But, you know, some of people, mm-hmm. were, people were very openly out there talking about having finished it like a week before it came out. Oh, okay. Uh, also people have already hacked it to figure out the uh, figure out how to make levels like, oh like
2: in a Mario Maker style
3: like, or apparently, apparently the levels are basically just like JSON files so people are just basically huh. out there making custom levels already what's going on out there
0: Nintendo what's going on out there uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder let's take a quick break from that we're going to come back we have much more to talk about here on the next Lender Podcast stick around We're back, and we promised much more to talk about, so here it is, Spider-Man 2. We talked a lot about Spider-Man 2 uh, last week on last week's show. It was the game we talked about mm-hmm. on last week's show. Since that time, uh, I have finished the Spider-Man 2 I have gotten my Sony. I feel like I need to qualify it. I've got my Sony first party platinum
3: should be a whole separate category in the interface. <laughs> it, it's Spider-Man two. I
0: could put it up there with uh, now Horizon uh, Spider-Man one. I did not. I checked. I did not have the platinum in Miles Morales. Um, Ragnarok uh, God of War. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, it is a very if you're looking, if you're hunting them trophies, it is a very achievable trophy.
3: Mm-hmm. Plat- platinum. Say. Yeah
0: uh so uh look out for that uh but more to the point spider-man 2 it is a game i thought i had finished by the time i was pretty much at the end of
3: act 2 so mm-hmm. that's exactly was- where i'm at like i <laughs> I, had, I had hoped to finish it for this podcast i thought i was going to finish it last night and then i very much saw what you were talking about last week where it was like man it feels like this game was about to roll credits almost yeah. and now i'm just back in it yeah like in a way that's just like, I, I I literally sat down, I wish I could say where I was last night when I sat down planning to finish it. Like, I went and cleared all the side stuff. Yeah, same um, here. Uh, partially because, like, the game, I actually did one story mission more and then rolled back a save because, I can't say what happens, but, like, things, stuff gets locked out. Yeah things become unavailable like there's an urgency to there's story. a world can, shift the, yeah the, there's the, like the, a bunch the, of stuff happens and i was yeah. like oh my god wait i wasn't ready to get into what seems like the end game i want to i've still got like three of the four hunter bases left to do and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i actually rolled the save back to the, before the mission and everything changed and and went and did like everything to the side and then was like all right let's see this through now and then the game, it's like three hours of story missions and yeah. I was like, and some real shit goes down where it was yes. just like and, and again, it's exactly what you were saying. I'm sure anybody who's finished it knows exactly what I'm talking about, where it's like, wow, major plot threads are dealt with very definitively. Yeah. This this has to be about to wrap up. Next thing you know, cut back to like the the standard post mission shot of Peter jumping down onto a perch and somebody coming on the radio, and then him just being like, Well, I should see I should go see what else is happening. Totally, to yes. Yeah, and great. it's like
1: what fucking oh, what is, my dude?
3: Like the world has just ended. Like, yeah. What? And and like another side quest line opens back up at that point, and a yeah. whole new side like g- generic side activity opens up, and there's more icons on the map again. Uh-huh. You, get new, like, you
0: get new enemies. You get new enemy yeah. types. You get a whole new thing.
3: Like, dude, it's, the story feels like it just reached its climax. Yeah, and it's 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 not bad, but the pacing is a little weird there in the last. Like looking at. The the mission counter says I have six more side missions to go. All this, is, although, or not, I mean, sorry, main missions. Although, what constitutes a mission in some cases is very short. So, I don't know exactly how much I have left, but it
0: there's some long stuff towards the end where so okay. you have some longer mission, multi part longer missions. Yeah, um, it,
3: it's not it's not nearly as serious as this, but it almost reminds me of something like Red Dead Redemption Two or something. Oh yeah, I, like it's it, again, I, like nowhere near as prominent as that, but it is a case of like. <laughs> oh man, this felt like it was ending. And then there's like way more game here than it seemed. This is just like messing with my expectations a lot.
0: So I I wound up doing exactly the same thing you did. Wrapped up pretty much all of the um, side stuff I could was like, all right, let's finish this up. Got into basically what is the last act of the game. Um, They unlock. Well, I knew it wasn't quite over, but I thought maybe they'd do it post game because I had a couple of locked things on my map. And I was like, oh, maybe those will just open up post game. Um, for those who are trying to get their trophies, there is one thing. It was driving me bananas. Finally, I looked it up because I wouldn't end the game. There is one that you can only get post game, uh, in the uh, basically epilogue. And I was like, where is, I can't end the game. Where is this last thing I need to do? Um, and it was, and it wound up triggering in, in the post game. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it goes, I mean, I, I don't think it necessarily overstays its welcome, but it it goes, it goes longer than it's, i kind of thought it's
3: about. not it's not that it's too long it's more just it's the profundity of the events yeah. that are taking place is the that pacing. really makes it feel like oh man this like it can't get crazier than this like this has to be the end sequence right and no
0: yeah i i mean i have some i have a not really any issues narratively but like uh, some of the roller coaster ride with peter especially feels a little up and down and up and down that's the stuff i'm 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 in right now
2: where there's a lot of peter kind of oscillating between normalcy and angry (laughs) peter and it's like i so here's the thing i think the venom suit fucking kicks ass i think the fights when you are using that suit like, when he sort of starts launching those those Venom suit abilities... Your symbiote suit stuff is really cool.
3: Dude, like the, the... What is it? The Surge? Symbiote Surge or whatever? Yeah. The click both sticks as the... Like, when you're in, like, overdrive mode? It's, like, straight up brutal, man. He's yeah. just like, like... You say you don't kill people, but there's no way these people are surviving these cranial energy injuries. Well, there's a couple of spots
2: where he even he is sort of like, I didn't do that. I didn't tell yeah. the suit to do that. It decided to do that on its own. But... You know, I, I the main thing with that stuff, on top of being cool powers, is that the way the animations are built around that stuff, and the way that like the the like those fights feel incredibly dynamic when you're doing that stuff, and like the flow of it is really interesting. My only beef is that when Peter starts doing the angry voice, it is impossible to take him seriously. Like, it's just it's too dorky. Silly.
3: It's a little silly. They address that, though. At some point, yeah. they just start putting modifiers on the voice to make him actually sound scary. Yeah.
2: yeah even then, it's just not that scary. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's well, kind of
3: I don't know if you got to the point. Like, at some point, it's just the symbiote talking. Like, it's not yeah. even Peter anymore.
2: I, I've uh, definitely heard the,
0: oh, that's the symbiote voice here and there, so... Yeah, he starts getting into his like Doctor Claw style, like
1: mm-hmm. we are Peter, you know, yeah. stuff
0: like that. And it, but it just makes me want to play Miles all the time because Miles is such a cool, cool cucumber throughout a lot of this. He's like, I just, I just like his character and I like his portrayal in this. And game. I wish he was the center of the
2: story and not Peter. Honestly, like it's not that I think this is a bad story. It's not. And I think especially as stuff with Craven starts coming more into light and you understand what that dude's deal is, I think they they actually have a pretty interesting. Notion of what they are doing with that villain and why all of this stuff ties together. I just don't think. The way they sideline miles story for a good chunk of it is as compelling to me like. His thing of I'm really still mad at Mr. Negative is just <laughs> not. It's not enough to keep me interested in his over like I'm interested in the, the smaller things that he's doing with school and his mom and totally. all that other stuff. But his role in the main narrative like, for a long chunk of it, he is just completely... He's literally the guy who doesn't get his phone calls answered. You yes, know? Yes. Like, Peter is hanging out with Harry all the time. That is the central focus of the story. And I think some of that stuff is good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think the Harry stuff is actually pretty well written, and the, the performances are good. I just... The, it really feels like Miles is there as an appendage for a long chunk of it.
3: Yeah, that that's very much true in the middle of the game. They do bring Miles back to the into the spotlight I had to good, assume that's bit, where they were going with a, a good it. bit later on yeah
0: you, you focus on Peter I mean because it becomes a big part of the story and these are not spoilers like the symbiote suit yeah. is in a lot of the personal pros- emotional mus- materials but like you know the that relationship and that setup takes up a pr- takes a lot of oxygen right it takes mm-hmm. up a lot of the story to set up the Harry stuff and and Peter stuff and <laughs> during all of that miles is just kind of like mopping up side quests the entire time oh, or like okay f- Peter I guess I'll call back later. Yeah, but but like Brad said, they do spin it back around because, as you might imagine, Peter winds up getting into oh, Peter's in oh, trouble yeah. here. So like Miles winds up being a very formidable force. Also, Miles' power set's kind of awesome. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, like
3: they 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 very much. And I haven't I haven't seen the very end, like I said, but I'm past this kind of once things reach uh, their apex, they very much start to feel like. Co-equal Spider-Man, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess I would say like yes. they, like Miles feels like he ascends toward the end of this game to Good. the same level as Peter, where they're both just kicking equal amounts of ass. I guess I, I would say.
0: I would say aside from some of the abilities which we talked about with Peter and then the symbiote suit, I I preferred Miles' tool set uh, a little bit more. One hundred percent preferred Miles on any stealth mission because he just has that camo. He yeah. he's got that camouflage, and it's like. Peter just does not have that ability or a comparable ability to just disappear out of uh, a stealth kill. He has other cool abilities. It's just not that. Um, And you know, but later on, I was like, it is faster for me to just bulldoze my way through this thing than to try to stealth through it. Like you just, you get so overpowered. I think Brad, you mentioned the the symbiote surge where you're just like in overdrive mode, and you can clear out an area, and that charges. The upgrades you get are pretty meaningful, and some of them help recharge things faster. So you can get that thing charged up fairly quickly mm-hmm. to the point like you're just popping it off and it's almost recharged in a couple of enemies to, to get it going again. Um, I think it wraps up pretty well. I think they set up a, a pretty good situation for if they're going to make a Spider Man 3, or if they guess if they're, I don't know if they're going to try and tie in wolverine to this universe at all i have no idea what what their plans are for that now that i guess everything is licensed under one roof or this is a separate license i have no idea There's still some funniness around
2: some of that stuff but i mean look fox is now part of the 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 disney brand so like yes anything x-men is still technically under their purview now it's still the spider-man stuff that's weird yeah Yeah.
0: so it's like spider-man sony's license there's still a deal with sony
3: sony and sony has film rights for spider-man i'm not sure how that extends to games though i don't know if they're actually just licensing from marvel for the game
0: and then so mc just sorry this is a tangent but just do you guys know if for mcu stuff they relicense back from sony for spider-man
3: that's my that's my understanding yeah
0: okay basically like in a
2: weird way, Spider-Man is sort of on loan from the Sony collection. <laughs> okay. Because, and I think part of that ongoing thing is why they keep making all these Spider-Man villain movies, or at least they've made those two Venom movies and they are going to make that Craven movie. And that's those a Sony all, one, Those right? are
0: all Sony
3: productions. Yeah, right. It's, uh, it's film and television that Sony has rights for. Okay,
0: I assume video games is rolled up somewhere in there. Well, no, I mean, that's no, all no, part no, of the Disney so. licensing stuff
3: no i I think they they must be doing a separate deal for the the video game rights,
0: oh okay, well, there is a Wolverine suit in there, um like yeah, for for miles
2: I
3: mean I, they, they know, they know we, what
0: people are anticipating, so
3: this business can make anything happen if there is enough will sure. there yeah. of course, but
0: uh i so I like this game a lot. I think it is probably the best one of these though miles miles is shorter. Bound or more contained boundaries was really nice. Like it's just kind of a more um meal sized, uh, mm-hmm. digestible. This goes on, but I'd say I like I I beat it all the way through kind of non stop. So there is propellant in there and there yeah. is a momentum in that in this one, which is pretty good because things like Assassin's Creed Mirage, I'm struggling to we'll talk about it in a second, yeah, kind of uh, get through this. This does keep you going. No, I want yeah, to keep playing this, is the thing. Like, and I can't say that too many.
2: Big games have kept me going past, you know, let's just say the 20 hour mark this year, like a lot of stuff I've just completely fallen off of. But this one I have a like a compulsion to keep going back to because it's not really ever boring. Like there are some side activities that I think are less interesting, but they're just so tangential to like all the stuff that is going on in the story and like kind of just the general fun of swinging around the city and doing random shit. Like it's too good of a time for me to want to put it down.
3: Like even having like even like basically every single side thing in this ends culminates in some kind of narrative thing. Yeah. yeah. However small. Like, um, trying to think of like, now do you have the 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 chase the drones around side mission type yet? Yes, you do. Okay. Like even that one, like which Did comes you finish in that. Yeah. Okay. Like the ending of that really surprised me because it came out of nowhere. You know, like like that's a side mission type they roll out relatively late, and. I was just like, oh, they're just trying to put more side filler in here. Even that, you go to un- a unique environment at the end of that thing. Like a lot of these repeatable side activities, you end up in a place that it's like, oh, they put like real art design and and artwork into like this unique environment you end up in at the end of this what seemed like a throwaway non-story.
0: I meant mm-hmm. to look that up because it felt like a reference I didn't quite. Yeah, like the, the,
3: the, know. A, the, a a villain who uh, there's no there's no sign of this villain until you finish. Th- this thing and then all of a sudden there is you know it's like oh, right. i mean i don't know my spider-man villains very well so did I'm you finish like, the where spider bot this person come from no i have not <clears throat> i think i've probably got another eight of those or something okay
0: um that's another one that also ends in like a little bit of a head scratcher
3: yeah but they, they just they all feel worth doing is what is i guess yeah. the point i'm making because you get yeah. xp and, and materials of course but like every time you finish one of those lines there's like some actual content or story thing like reward there
0: Spider-Man 2.
3: Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Crazy to me seeing people say this game's too short. I mean, like... Too short? Who who is is saying that? That that was, well, a lot of that was based on the numbers that they quoted. Like, so much of the shit people get mad at in video games these days is based on numbers being quoted by developers and not actual real-world experience with a game. Uh, But when they came out and said, like, oh, it's like 18 hours long to finish the story or something, there was discontent let's say but
0: i was ready to feel satisfied when i thought i was done yeah
3: like i'm i'm at 30 hours with like still a handful of whatever i've got left here i mean granted like i said i've done all the side stuff up to this point but like this does not feel like a like a game that does not prove its value Mm -hmm. yeah
0: it's it's pretty good i think Um, it wraps up pretty well um I, I, i was
3: oh i'm sorry go ahead
0: i was gonna say you could probably confirm this where you are alex probably too also, between Miles and Spider Man, it's no contest. Like Mary Jane is the baddest character, and the Mary Jane takes down people like yeah. just no, pr- like no problem. I mean, she at did all. train with Sable, apparently.
2: <laughs> so there's a
3: specific. There's a specific. You play her a couple times, and you get a certain ability. <laughs> just that- like. At a certain point, and my girlfriend was sitting there, and she was just like, "Damn, MJ!" <laughs> like when I went she and did just the move,
0: like, she she
3: gets through villains so much faster yeah. than I get through them I'm with seriously, miles. It's just like maybe maybe just let me play as her the whole game. <laughs> seriously, it, if, um, if I like
2: those stealth missions more, I would agree with you. But I think those missions are not that fun. It's like the first game. It, yeah, they're, they're, very very similar. They're, like I like the character, and I like yeah. that they're doing something with her. But I just don't think those mission designs have ever done anything for me. Um, no, I, but
0: I, it's, uh, but it is just funny how badass she is. Like yeah. just like. she's wrecking like 40 guys here
3: yeah I've seen people out there saying like oh this is the best superhero game ever made like it's hard to argue with that like especially like just the way it plays absolutely yeah cannot disagree That was pretty good its actually Actually, Arkham Asylum is a pretty all-time classic. Yeah, uh, Batman, that that...
2: I think at its peak, I pro- might slightly still beat this for me, but I... it's, I mean, these are really good.
3: Some, sometimes I wonder, Arkham Asylum has been so long now, would I actually feel the same way if I went back to it? Because I've never replayed it.
2: I think the thing you'd, you'd, you'd discover is that, yes, aspects of it have definitely aged, but the condensed feel of it is actually a big part of why that game is still so memorable and cool. Yeah. The problem was for with those backing on games for me was the further they spread it out, the less interesting it got.
3: For, yeah, I, I I pretty much agree with that. I mean, my memory of Arkham Asylum is a game that felt like it had zero fat on it. Like it's just yeah. like, mm. like a like a it's like a fine watch the way it's put together, you know, just yeah. all the parts fit like so intricately. Um I guess that's like my one knock against this game. They just crammed so much in here that it feels a little overstuffed at times, you know, between switching back and forth between Peter and Miles and feeling like the other one is out of the story for a while to like juggling multiple villains and the implications that has for the pacing and stuff like that. Like there's just, I think they do a pretty good job with considering all the moving parts they have to deal with, but it's not perfect.
0: I think I, th- I just like to add to the Arkham stuff. I feel like we have video games have evolved off of that Arkham combat to the point where Spider-Man still feels like it's roots are in there.
3: This, this. this feels like Spider-Man games feel like the one series still truly carrying the torch of the Arkham games because yeah. the, the combat, the melee combat and the stealth are both kind of straight out of there
0: but you're just you know bouncing around from enemies with counters dodges yeah. and, like and chains you're, you're chaining these combos together you know that I, I feel like Ark, Arkham kind of broke the ground on and yeah, this has evolved sure. yeah, or, I mean you don't get big like I mean you actually you kind of do I was gonna say you don't get like big Y and B prompts but you kind of do you, you, yeah, you do yeah, get like yeah. those
3: prompts it's, it's also, it's easy to forget, like, the, the zipping to point is so integral to a character with web shooters that it yeah. just feels like Spider-Man stuff at this point. But it's easy to forget that they're basically just doing the gargoyles totally. from, from Arkham Asylum as well. And the perching and the whole yeah. thing.
0: And even even in this with the wingsuit, Batman's cape from Arkham yeah. City. It's
2: um, really those zip lines uh uh webs that you can shoot to walk on now that i feel like is really the big game changer in this one like that really just does make a lot of those stealth sequences feel like oh i'm just toying with these motherfuckers now once
3: i once i got the once i got the dual perch takedown skill i felt like i was popping off those hunter blinds in like less than a minute in some cases like you can just tear through there
0: you can get through them quite quickly um yeah spider-man 2 i Hope they do some DLC for this, like they did for the first one. I, I would do a couple of other short little. Um, there's a
2: couple of parts
0: of the map where
2: it looks like they might have something mm-hmm. rendered out that uh, maybe they're going to do something with. That there, there's a bridge to Jersey that looks conspicuous in its. Uh, there seems to be a lot of buildings on the other side. Maybe they could do something the,
0: with that. The- I bought that uh, costume upgrade pack, but I don't think they have an edition with like a season pass or anything, right? There's no. no I don't I think so.
3: they've said. Yeah, I don't. They haven't announced any any additional content. The um, first game got so much stuff. I it wonder. Was th-
0: three big it was ones,
3: right? Three three little expansions, and then like Miles Morales is a standalone product, but it's clearly descended from that game in every way. Yeah. So I actually wonder if we're going to get a full on like forty fifty dollar thing again.
0: I'd look some stuff Black up at the end. Paris. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> I had to look some things up at the end of this game to be like, okay, because again, my Marvel knowledge is not that great, especially with the more nuanced stuff. And they drop some things, especially towards the end of the game that I was like, where are things going? So I I do feel like they're setting stuff up. You know, let's just say you stick around. I think there's at least two after credit scenes Mm -hmm. in this thing uh, that I was like, all right, I'm gonna go hit Google and see what I was supposed to get out of this. Uh, and figure figure some stuff out but a lot of fun spider-man 2 marvels spider-man 2 um like i said it it moves it's it's a, a little bit longer than i thought i definitely don't think it's too short but yeah. um and personally uh but it was uh always fun to also feel like you've achieved something and can, i could put that game to bed for now and don't mm-hmm. have also i'll just add they have challenges where you don't have to get the gold in them to get the trophy for them. And I okay. I appreciate that, where it's like some of them are pretty tough, and I was like, okay, you just have to meddle in, all, in each one of them or, mm-hmm. or do each one of them. You don't have to get the gold, and you still get the trophy. I like when games do that. All right, quickly here, I went back after Spider-Man 2 to Assassin's Creed Mirage, and boy, I'll tell you, I had a tough time kind of finding myself... Back in that game. That game does not have the juice. I don't know if it does for me. Like it just I went back in after Spider Man 2 and was like, this just feels devoid of personality. Like I don't I don't know. Something about it It's
2: very dry. Like I'm I'm sure there is probably a point where that tips over into something a little weirder, just again, based on the, the game that it is spun off from. But a lot of that game just is just I mean, it's dry as the desert, man. Like there is just not much weird or interesting stuff happening like bossom is not an uninteresting character but they are just they don't have a story here that is really grabbing me at all
0: i'm i think i'm just putting my foot down and i'm just going to just mainline the story at this point and stop doing these side things even though there are the gear doesn't feel that interesting to me Mm -hmm. the the upgrades at this point like i'm nothing i'm looking too forward to on that tree Some things like okay but I, I think I'm just going to try and push forward and see what I can get in terms of story out of this because I've been trying to do a lot of the side stuff and it's really repetitive. Uh, it's, you know, those pickpocket events, the the shards. I will continue to do the shards because you get the gear from it, but mm-hmm. I just think the loot in this game is lame. Those loot chests, yeah. I, like, it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to like,
2: think of a single thing I got out of one of those that I even care about and it's like, no
0: <laughs> right yeah like the stats on them you're like oh, okay like i guess i guess if i upgraded this it might be useful but that's not really my play style that's not how i'm going i don't know yeah um I, yeah hopefully I'll, I'll go through and finish it up it, i'm decent along in the at least revealed narrative so maybe it won't be too much longer I, i'm curious to see where it goes uh that's kind of all i have to say about assassin's creed mirage it's a thing i have now that i am trying to wrap up um, with boulders gate still kind of circling the airport here as i wait to see what their next uh, roadmap is mm-hmm. from uh, larian they, they i don't think they've revealed what they're doing on their next patch and if they continue to do act three content patches i might just sit and wait for a bit but if mm-hmm. they're like we're not gonna do we're, we're good then i'll just finish it up
3: and so there's also alan wake Two this week
0: and then there's alan wake Two coming out so um there that'll sure be out is. on friday uh Games hundred hour game.
3: Quite done. <laughs> ah, I'm just <don't laughs> no, was was, kidding. I have, I, don't, I have no idea. I bet that one is reasonable.
0: Um, and the uh, other thing I did want to play in over the weekend with the family now that it is nice because the kids are all old enough, can read, we play, we can get references. We played a Jackbox Party Pack 10, which ah. came out. Um, we had tried playing some Jackbox before with the family, I think. Even though the reading was there, the kind of like making jokes and references wasn't quite there yet. But now you're a comedian, so <laughs> now we're full in it. So mm-hmm. like now we we can do it. Uh, and Jackbox Party Pen uh, Party Pen Party Pack ten, the tenth Jackbox Party Pack uh, as as a new TKO. Uh, mm-hmm. So we did some TKO. It's got TKO two. Uh, it's got a game where you are. Um, Two people are kind of writing a text message at the same time called Fixie Text, which is kind of fun. Um, it's got uh, kind of a music rhythm game in it called okay. uh, Dodo Re Mi, which is also kind of fun. You make some silly mu- music. It's got a trivia game that this one, my kids wound up beating us. Just by guessing, it's a trivia game, but it's um, based on time, like 80s trivia, 90s trivia, and stuff like that, and you're trying to place events on a timeline, Mm -hmm. and the kids just guessed and beat us, so that's, we're idiots. Um, And then there's one called Hypnotorious, which I think needs more than four people to be really, um, to click, because we weren't quite getting it. It's a not quite bluffing game, but it basically, if you have four people, three will get uh a, a certain prompt and one will get a different prompt and then you're trying to figure out who's got the bad prompt right mm-hmm. by categorizing it but i think you might need more people for four people it wasn't re- really quite our thing um i still really enjoy jackbox like what a great platform or
3: yeah glad you're still making these on a yearly basis it should be a platform it should mm-hmm. be a platform it's not, it's not but it should be just make it, a platform make that a will launcher. happen
2: eventually i make. feel very strongly make jackbox a
3: launcher
0: they have um i want to say there's like third party things i downloaded once that are, tell you all the games and all of them and launches the appropriate jackbox uh that's what that's what you need right you just need nope. a giant thing that's like oh you have them all great here are oh, the games you have access you want to combine these into a let's say a world of Jackbox a nation <laughs> yes I do thank you yes
3: what's uh what's what's new with tko2
0: you know, I wasn't really really quite sure what was new. I think the drawing tools are a little new. Um, you get uh, you can now make hoodies and tank tops uh, instead of just t-shirts uh, for your your stuff. Um, there's like a, a last round, which maybe is different, where there's like a little bit of button mashing going on. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very similar. It's still very similar. I think I think the the shirts and the tools maybe were the biggest thing that, but. We're gonna it looks like we're gonna wind up playing this for our patron's choice. We're gonna have um Abby and Rich Gallup join us for uh uh you know, Jack Fox's own Rich Gallup mm-hmm. come and, and join us uh to to play this. And so we'll find out, hopefully, tomorrow uh if that's what the patrons choose and it seems like that's where they were I I'm pretty headed. sure it's gonna win at this point. Yeah, and if we have time, we'll go back and I. I still love Fibbage. Uh, Fibbage is one of my favorites. I I love the presentation on that like sixties, seventies one. Do you remember that with like the the vibes? I don't know if that was three, but that's a Fibbage is still a good one. And the kids, big fans of Fibbage. My daughter, just a monster at Fibbage. Just. She she wins like every time. She's got good believable somewhat dirty things to put up there You've that everybody's
2: a terrific liar.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm like, "How did you even know that word?" She's like, "I know that word."
2: <laughs> know they know that. all the words,
0: Vinny. By this age, yeah. they absolutely know. I know what that. Whether means. they choose to use them or not, that's the difference. Um so we'll check that out tomorrow. You can uh come join us hopefully live over on uh, the Twitch. Uh, you guys get up to anything else? There are there are some other things floating around out there. Uh, no. But I feel like between Spider-Man and um, Mario Brothers. I'm, I mean, those are pretty big ones, you know? Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, yeah, like I, I think we've mentioned it before, but it's still kind of crazy that Spider-Man and a new Mario came out on the same day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jackbox, I think, came out that Thursday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I mostly... did play a little
2: more Forza, but not really anything new to report on there. I also have been staring at that fucking paradox star trek game and then just Mm. constantly looking back at the user reviews going i don't need to own this right now
3: yeah sounds like that could use a little more time in the oven i still want to try
0: that Lamplighters league
2: at some point
3: yeah same for city skylines two came out Mm -hmm, but that one also sounds like it's like the developer straight up said it's not in the place where they want it to be
0: oh really Uh, okay
3: that's probably got a little ways to go as well too many games There's that
0: Minds of Moria, I think, is out now.
3: There's Um, there's
2: too many games, and I'm going to say right now a lot of this stuff that feels like it's coming out in this late October holiday window maybe does not feel quite as polished as I was hoping. mm, Like, even Spider Man has problems.
3: I have continued to run into bugs here and there in that game.
2: Mario is maybe the one exception, but I mean, Nintendo very rarely puts out gigantically buggy products anyway, but like just about everything else I've played in the last few weeks has had something that was a little off or or even things that I were interested in. I start reading reviews and they're like, oh yeah, no, this is not done. Yeah,
0: I, I ran a- into a Spider-Man 2 bug that I recorded on my PlayStation. Maybe I'll share it with you guys. It's a little spoilery, so maybe I'll wait, but it is maybe my kids and I were on the floor throwing up laughing. It was okay. very funny. Uh, basically, the suit disappeared, oh. and so it it is just peter's head floating around oh uh, i've a seen cool. a version of that
2: before is yes that. yeah not Talking in my game MJ? but i've seen videos of it
0: and the uh, the suit turned into a little white box so then just i've seen the white box yes so i've got a video of it where the white box just swinging around the city and fighting a boss but then there's a cut scene where you know peter takes his hood off and it's just his head kind of just wo- <laughs> Floating right. in the air, talking. And yeah, Incredible. I had to, to, to close the game and restart it to get my suits back. But man, I just, I'm wondering if there is some kind of financial
2: pressure right now to get a bunch of these games that maybe were delayed over the course of the pandemic out now. So I don't know. But it just feels like there's been an abundance of stuff that did not feel quite finished in the last few weeks.
3: Yeah, I mean, like you're seeing, you know, I keep up with PC hardware quite a bit, like you're seeing some stuff there as well in a similar vein. Like it just I I really just feel like the disruptions of the last three years have mm-hmm.
0: they're still taking their toll,
3: thrown multiple wrenches into product development in general.
0: As, as I would say, again, for just from an outsider point of view, but I don't think it is ridiculous to say as products get more and more complicated. Yeah, yeah there's, there's also that. But- like even even on the tech side, I feel like the amount dude, of fucking things dude, going on are
3: don't Google Alan way two PC requirements.
0: Uh, are they super intense?
3: They are very, they are pretty intense, but also googling so is, the PC so is, requirements
0: will crash your computer.
3: So is, <laughs> so was the backlash.
0: Oh really? Because they're yeah. so high.
3: Yeah. Are they minimum specs or recommended specs? Uh, I mean, it's multiple. I don't know if you really okay. want to get into it. It's multiple things, like ten series NVIDIA cards and five thousand series AMD cards, straight up can't run the game at all. Whoa. Because they lack f- features that the game needs.
0: Oh, okay. They're not optional, like non-optional yes. features. Yeah. Oh, I
3: see. Um, and then there's also just like what the, the cards that can run at the types of performance they're turning in. I mean, it's very much, it's very much. We're finally at the point where current gen console game only games are coming out now and the specs are going up pretty severely all of a sudden. Yeah. And we just have not had many of those. Like I was trying to think about like. How many how many games that don't run on Xbox One and PS4 have come out on PC? It's very few.
0: Very few. Uh so Yeah. Um Yeah, they've been a kind of ex- console exclusive, I would say. It's a, yeah, I don't know. It's like Ratchets. The-
3: and um. something else, maybe? Forza? Forza yeah. just came out. Starfield. Mm-hmm. Starfield. Like there have been very few games that only run on the the current new consoles that have come.
0: Well, to PC. okay. Look, I'm not here to dig on the series S, but like Starfield does run on that, even though it's yeah, no, well, it's, it's the a, same. It's CPU, a current though. console. Like, it's,
3: it's the same. You know, the the, lo- the underlying logic is the same. It's just the graphical bells and whistles that are being right.
0: Um. I, I don't know. I. Just, uh, we are also about to hit a period where there are not a lot of uh, big release triple a releases i should say uh from big publishers coming out so uh, i don't know what's going on with this year maybe we're in the new normal maybe we're just in the kind of um we're hearing we're hearing or feeling the first wave of the kind of post-covid post kind of troubled supply development and personnel stuff uh and this is the kind of first wave of big releases uh past that and we'll see what happens as we move forward i Uh, again my thing is i don't think game and tech is getting any easier to work on or develop it seems like um or at least at that level at that high level a lot of systems in place
3: yeah well you know it's it's always just a bumpy transition every time new consoles come out and a bunch of new tech has to be like developers have to come to terms with a bunch of new stuff like it will get easier we're just in the middle of the transition right now because that transition didn't happen three years ago like it wouldn't have right (laughs) right like it was a delay to games yeah. being made specifically for these consoles to basically now
0: it really just feels like this last even i was gonna say this year but even just the last four or five months where we started getting the um this will not run on your ps4 this will not run on your xbox yeah. um uh, one uh all right we're gonna take another break got a little bit of news to get to kind of kind of uh big news yes or last week with um all of the uh, microsoft and activision stuff this this news Not so big, but we'll take a quick break. Come back and get to it. Stick around. All right. We are back and we just had a little bit of a break there here internally. If you're on the premium feed and probably no break at all, but for us, there was a little break and I got some news for you guys. The painting of the Halloween costume for my son has
3: begun. He is a, a babam. Uh, <laughs> for a second, I thought you meant like a portrait was being painted of your son <laughs> in a Halloween costume. Yes, he is standing in a, a, a next to a the bearskin rug,
0: and mm-hmm. uh, um. So the idea, hopefully, we'll see how this works out. Was and uh, this one's on me because it was my idea for the how to do it. Get two giant, basically uh, like almost yoga style ball inflatable balloons. And then papier-mâché around those. Okay. And then you cut them in half in each kind of like a, you can't, they're balloons, so they're not quite spherical. So they have mm-hmm. like a little oblong shape. So we have to do two of them so we can take the round side of, of both of them, the front of top of them, and then wear it like a sandwich board style so that he can move in the bubom costume. Got it. Right, because otherwise, if it's just the circular bomb, really hard to move. Yeah. Also, can't go inside. Arms doors. are kind of stuck out in a way <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. really put them down. So yeah. yeah. So I'm curious. They, they were outside. the The blowing them up was uh, tricky. We got it. The paper macheing. I was. I haven't paper macheed since I was about eight, and so that worked. Seemed to work out okay. All I don't right. know. If it was the last time you guys did a paper mache thing? Paper mache might be one of my favorite things. What a great thing! It's just flour and water, and it makes like hard things. It's also it's, like, messy. It's a little messy but like it'll biodegrade it'll go away with time just stick it out just in the like rain
2: a messy, right, will want. biodegrade
3: <laughs> that's, that's right also just fun to say paper mache mache oh a papier
0: uh, mache uh-huh uh so anyway maybe i'll have a photo update or something that when it when it happens when it comes time you know it's gonna kill it though mm. and this is where i'm gonna have to just leave the house painting the eyes on it i feel like you mess up those eyes you could really get a really freaky, creepy looking bob you know? Mm-hmm. That's Halloween, Halloween, you know? It's Halloween. Just put some sunglasses on that thing. Black okay. eyes. Lifeless eyes. <laughs> like a doll's Like eyes. a bob
3: eyes. <laughs> you know, like bob Om except from hell, is also a valid uh-huh. costume. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
2: I mean, that's where like, they all
0: go when they die. We all know that. got get him like a little crown with a fuse or something. Mm-hmm. for his that? So he knows he's a king so he knows he's the king
3: can, can i can i jump in real fast here of course yeah. just since we're, no, you since we're get hey, the in news this, is light <laughs> enough that i think you can jump in as many times as you want we we talked about this a little bit on the watch cast that will not actually will not post until next monday so this is top alex do you have any more or any any more horror recommendations this is our, this is the last weekend to mm. cram some horror movies in before all howl's
2: eve but recommendations. So give me some guidance. What are you looking like, for?
3: Like I already, I already came out of the WatchCast with the Dawn of the Dead remake. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I got zombies covered. Maybe like a something supernatural,
2: like a ghosty yeah. thing.
3: Like a d- 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 yeah, sure, ghosts or like hellish or something.
2: So I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about that. Talk to me movie that came out this year. Hmm. I uh, I don't know if you know anything about that one. Uh, I've uh, heard of that. Okay, I don't want to I don't want to give too much away because I I've heard a little bit about what actually happens in that movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's pretty good from people I trust. Um.
3: Okay, I see it being compared to stuff like Insidious, so that sounds that sounds in the vein.
2: Yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, th- or at least that's what I've heard. Let me let me think think on that one for a minute.
0: Uh, are there
3: any you other haven't seen things Hereditary come- yet, right? I've not seen his. Is that like horror horror? It's pretty rough. I, It's I'd, pretty much horror. I thought I had gotten the sense that it was like somewhat horror, but not like as...
2: I'd say Midsummer blurs the line more than Hereditary. Oh, maybe does. maybe that's
3: maybe that's what I was thinking of. Maybe Midsummer yeah. is the one I was thinking. That's like maybe not super traditional horror.
2: I mean, Midsummer is like folk horror, and you know, if you're looking for something in that vein, uh, there's plenty out there. I will always recommend if you want something that's a little goofy but also pretty good horror. The original Wicker, uh, good folk horror, the original Wicker Man from the '70s is actually a legitimately good movie.
0: Okay, not the bees.
2: Uh, I mean, you can watch the Nick Cage one, but that one is, whether intentional or not, more comedy than anything else.
3: All right,
0: not enough to work with
2: that, for that's
3: now. Pro- that's, that's probably enough for the weekend.
0: Okay. If you watch Hereditary, let me know what you think. I found that movie to be be a rough one. Like, a, yeah, uh, yeah, right. it's a good psychological. I mean, it's not it's not like. Movie.
2: It has some gross bits in it, but it's not like it's, you know, uh torture porn or anything. It's just it is it has some really intense emotional stuff in it and also is pretty uh pretty dreadful in in a very intentional way, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm hmm.
0: Dreamcatcher.
2: No. <laughs> that Honestly. isn't even like the fifteenth fucking <laughs> Stephen King adaptation I would recommend.
3: Honestly, I could I could just mine horror classics of the 80s for an entire month of October. <coughs> totally. That I haven't uh, seen.
2: You should oh, get a should King we... thing in there. You've been talking about King lately. King I feel thing. like you should, you should knock one of those out if you have are, one of those adaptations.
3: Are there, are there a lot of good King movies, though?
2: I mean, there aren't a lot of good ones. I think there's a lot of pretty good ones hmm. or at least watchable ones they did just release a 4k of needful things uh pretty recently i don't know if you've seen that one or like that one but i have a weird affection for that movie lumpy and uh sometimes bad as it can be
3: pet cemetery pretty Didn't good they, do they do a mm-hmm. remake of pet cemetery
2: there is a they, remake of yeah. pet cemetery i never saw it i never saw it there was a pet cemetery too
3: also there was there?
2: with edward furlong and clancy brown
3: okay i think i like the the recent it remake also was kind of huge right
2: yes both parts of that i think are fairly well regarded
0: maximum overdrive obviously obviously night Cujo, shift christine right monkey shines <laughs> yeah we should do a king thing
2: that's another podcast we can't we can't call a podcast king things there's already oh, a just king Things podcast <laughs> oh is there yes that's really exists Okay,
0: we should do we should do a king uh, month on uh, on the king of podcasts, the Watchcast. Hmm. Um. Our empire. <laughs> no, we don't use that. But it's the. I mean, if we're kings, then we <laughs> have an empire. That's just how that works. <laughs>
2: cool. It'd be modern- cool to
3: like watch the thing and also read the thing. But then that's a good plan if we want to do like one episode a quarter. True.
0: Um. All right. Let's should get into news. the. Well, yeah, there's not a lot here, like you said, Alex. Um, There was that Microsoft partner stream that happened. uh, Today.
1: Like as we were starting.
0: Yeah, kind of right before we we hit record on this. Uh, A couple of things out of there. Uh, One of the things that I saw that looked pretty good, that I feel like I've asked you once a month, Brad, is how is that finals game coming along? And they showed some of that, and that looked pretty good. Yeah, the finals looks cool. Going into open beta, this is the time of this recording, tomorrow. So, um, we'll see if, uh, we can check out some of that or play it at some point, not tomorrow, but, uh, in the near future, I don't know how long the open beta will go. Uh, you guys have some stuff you want to talk about that jumped out at you? I feel like we talked a little off camera about some the,
3: things, but the big one is they showed this Medicare solid three remake, at least to me, mm-hmm. um, Looks like actually showed it in of course, they describe it as first in engine. Look, it's largely just a lot of shots of snake creeping or big boss creeping around in the jungle. And alligators and snakes and frogs,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Um, oh my! Metal yeah. Gear.
3: It looks good. It's on Unreal though. I think they, they like go out of their way to say like running on Unreal Engine Five. Right. Um. It looks good. It looks like, you know, uh, of a like modest modern budget. I would say. Yeah, it, it does pretty, not it looks... look like
2: they have done a complete overhaul on that yeah. thing.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely all new graphics, but it's yeah. like, but it's like pretty. Like, it looks good, I guess, what I'm trying to say. It's like not not triple A, quadruple A necessarily, but it looks certainly quite serviceable. Um, I think, like, the bigger thing for me is seeing what may have changed gameplay wise. Mm. Because I remember that game being very successful narratively and not so much mechanically. Granted, I haven't played it since it came out.
0: It's definitely the older type of traditional, more traditional Metal Gear. Yes.
3: For sure, uh, in, even, in
0: a more "quote unquote" open environment, even let's say. even in
3: that context, though, I remember feeling like it didn't quite all the way to come together mm-hmm. uh, gameplay wise. I mean, the other thing though is like that game was like so ahead of its time on all the survival elements,
0: mm.
3: like way like a decade ahead of its time. Almost, eh, not that much, but like it was, it was pretty, several, too, pretty ahead. Like, several yeah. years, you know, like so, like seeing what may have changed on the survival front in this game now that all that stuff has gotten super popular.
0: I wonder if they uh, have toned down some of the things like eating or, you know. Yeah,
3: whatever. I don't know. Or toned them up.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. Now you can build. Uh, that, that game still had, like, this will be interesting to see, too, because it had scene changes, right? You went to the top of the map, went off the map, and uh, loaded into the bottom of a map, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't a continuous I think zone. That's right.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a PS2 yeah. game, so it was very compartmentalized.
0: Right, so like, I wonder if some of that maybe they expanded the size of those areas or something, or you know, that's a, it could be the core of the design because you have certain guards who can't see you obviously when they're off the map. So yeah. maybe that would change too much.
3: But yeah, this is, I'm I'm curious to see how this turns out. Of course, it's also at the same time it's very weird to think that Kojima has absolutely nothing to do with this.
2: Yeah, I mean, to the point where I mean, I guess in that that like remake collection or whatever yeah, the master not mention his name.
3: <clears throat> yeah, apparently, he is not in the credits for the master collection at all. <laughs>
2: Huh. so uh-huh. that whatever bridge broke between them has not been mended in any way shape or form at this point yeah
1: anyway.
0: well, let's see when the credits roll on this one where that name is or i guess when the credits start is it going to have um you know a konami video game yeah i, I,
3: I think the, what i understood about the master collection is he's not in the new credits for the master collection i'm sure i'm sure when you boot up one of those games and see the credits there are as. They always were. What if they aren't? But what who knows? Aren't? Who knows what this is going to look like? It would what be fucking insane is... if they ship this. My Delta, I guess we should say, is the actual title of this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
3: it would be so fucking crazy <laughs> if they ship this without his name in it anywhere.
0: I mean, to be fair, I, not to be fair, I think it would be I think it would be bullshit if they did it. But to, to make the point explicit, his name is prominent in these games like always has been his logo and then it is cinematically prominent yeah it's
3: it's not quite to the level of sid Meier's civilization necessarily but i mean he did name the studio after himself yeah uh it would just be um, amazingly petty if they (laughs) went out of their way to not credit him at all
2: if there's one thing i know it's that konami's pettiness knows no bounds
0: yeah, it'd be cooler if it was just like blurred out. <laughs> like they just like kept the current rolls on top of things because mm-hmm. those games also have big intro scenes. I think it's this one that has that whole uh, like Bond intro, right? Gosh, with, it's been with, so that's long. the one that has the Snake eater intro. Yeah, yeah, with like
3: it's, like the the
0: woman singing. Oh yeah, and, yeah like, no, the,
3: it's a for the legend. It's a legendary theme song. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like, it's got like, that
0: whole like whole like you know
3: Snake eater. Well,
0: yeah, like like the whole one, thing is going on.
3: One day you feed on a tree frog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so but i sometimes mean sometimes you just have to i do the, the credits I have to be there i have that theme song on vinyl uh, that's a pretty good one to I, have on vinyl they they gave out a vinyl of that song at e3 that's pretty good uh
0: they showed uh, a couple of other things alex navarro uh, they showed something here that i are i feel like this merges into two of your
2: it's your, definitely hitting a couple of <laughs> points in my brain that uh-huh. are loosely adjacent um yeah, I mean, look, the big thing in every big Like a Dragon game, every mainline one, is that there's usually a hand... I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of mini-games, but there's also usually one or two, like, big sub-story, ongoing games that you just kind of do in that world. Mm. There was, like, the, the Cabaret Club stuff, right. there was the, you know, things like that. They put a damn Animal Crossing in Like a Dragon. <laughs>
3: Yeah. They that's just let what you do like. an
2: animal crossing in like a dragon, the new one.
3: Infinite wealth. Infinite wealth. Yeah. This seems pretty extensive.
2: Yeah. Like, the the gist is I mean, that game takes place apparently in Hawaii, but we've seen that from the trailers with a nude Ichiban waking up on the beach and they are going from there. Uh, it seems like at some point in that game, you will get your own island that you can just go to. And then over time, you will do Animal Crossing things. You will cut down trees. You will gather resources. You will craft things. You will design the island in much the way that you did in the last Animal Crossing. You will invite the people you know from those games to come hang out on your island. It's something, man.
3: Yeah. yeah in some way, like, the building actually seems more extensive than Animal Crossing. Like, you're just... If you it's, told it's me, less, it's less preset pieces like it was in Animal Crossing, and more just like paint, paint a walkway wherever you want type, type mm-hmm. stuff.
2: If you told me that Ryu Gagatoku played that last Animal Crossing and were equally disappointed with some of the things that Nintendo <laughs> chose to do with it, and decided to set out and make their own version of it, I, I could very easily believe that.
0: It looks it pretty does good. Also, seemed like the thing it has the thing that Animal Crossing has been missing, which is combat well
2: yes i mean obviously we've all wanted to finally take it to tom nook but, but uh-huh. it's not yet come to
0: fruition so that game is out i think early next year um and it's like january i think like the end of january yeah so be on lookout for don Doko island mm-hmm. uh as part of its mini game uh, like a dragon, infinite wealth.
3: I'll also, wealth. just in case you were wondering if the change of leadership over there was going to affect the tone of the games at all, <laughs> I think you can rest easy after watching this footage.
2: Oh, it's still I'm, very I'm, silly.
3: I am way into this talking parrot named Ping Wing, mm-hmm. <laughs> whose dialogue here is Wi Fi, router, USB, GPS, BBS. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> so, this is um, uh, the, the man who erased his name is also out like next month, right? That's out in like, I think that's out in like two weeks. Okay, uh, yeah. So are both of these mainline like a Dragon game? It no. literally
2: says Guy Den in the yeah. the oh the, right the, the man who races name.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a the side full on okay. side thing like like the one earlier this year.
2: I mean, I okay. bet that thing will actually be reasonably long, but not by Yakuza game standards. It will probably be. I'm I, I if that thing is more than twenty hours, I will be shocked.
3: Okay, I I, I hope this new game is approachable for anyone. Like I I loved also now it's really hard to talk about Yakuza's six or seven. Well, That was seven, right? Mm -hmm. Seven was like a dragon, correct? Because that game was Yakuza like a dragon. And now the whole franchise is like a dragon. Yes, it Mm -hmm. is. Anyway, I loved that game, but I, I got like 30, 40 hours into it, but I did not finish it. So I hope I hope this is something you can just come to without knowing how that wrapped up.
2: Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you probably want to at least read up on the ending. Yeah, you just
3: watch a YouTube synopsis, I guess.
2: Like a lot of, again, the stuff with Kiryu and what's going on in Man Who Raised His Name is only very lightly touched on in that actual main game. Uh, It seems like they're going to use that to fill in all the blanks. Uh, But as far as like what's going on with Ichiban, you should at least read up on that.
3: Yeah, I mean, like I can see that a lot of the main cast from that game is in this one. Namba? Is that the guy with the glasses? Namba, yeah. And I can't remember the cop guy's name.
2: And then there's the guy who ran the Chinese gang, I think, as well.
3: That is
0: Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. Is Infinite. Out next year. Wealth. Infinite Wealth. And like we said before, Like a Dragon, Guy Den, the man who erased his name, that is the one that is out next month. And then uh, for you, Brad, they showed oh. off a big chunk of Ark Survival Ascended. What? I'd the what? UE5 version of ARK is coming. Huh? I didn't, I didn't
3: even watch that segment.
0: <laughs> I could I played some ARK. I look, the game looked all right. I, I could get it. It's ARK is a very popular it's game. It's huge, yeah. Um so I saw the chat blowing up, all the ARK heads out there, just <laughs> kinda, you know, getting excited. I would I would check this out. I it's a you know. But will you, but will I,
3: yeah, maybe at some point, sorry, maybe is, maybe is this the... Arc two or is this the remake of arc one?
0: This is the upgraded version of it. I think survival evolved. Okay. This is survival ascended. This is the UE5 version of crazy, it.
3: Crazy. If I remember right, it's crazy. They are both kind of remaking the first game and also making a sequel simultaneously.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the dates are for arc two or if there are, I believe two
3: is two is a good ways out Okay, still.
0: Um, there's some other stuff there too, but uh, they kind of ended on a big Alan Wake 2 yeah, uh, showing, which is out. I don't yeah. At this point, I don't want
3: to see a bunch of footage of that because it's out in a matter of hours.
0: Yeah, so um,
3: that's kind of they had a couple of other things, RoboCop and yeah. uh, yeah, which we also just
0: played a demo of that. So
2: it's
3: the first one of these they have done Xbox. Like they've done what do they call them? Like developer directs before, I think. Yeah, is what. Well, Microsoft there's like was the
2: was it the oh god, what do they call those things? There's like the weird like it oh god they had like a special name for like their third party and indie games like like promotional stuff. I think, I, can,
3: I think wasn't that the developer direct? Maybe. I think like this so they're calling this the partner preview. I think it's the first one of these they've done like Okay. I feel like they have finally stripped this down to its essence mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's literally no presenter, no interstitial yeah. narration, no nothing but games games games. <laughs> Like it's it's, it's very direct. It's in the, it's in the Nintendo direct state of play vein of like, we're just going to do a stream and show some games. Yeah. Like it is, it is as essential as it can get (laughs) literally just a bunch of games back to back to back. Uh, And just fine. Honestly, like, mm -hmm. like I feel like that works just fine. You can communicate any like release date, nuts and bolts information type stuff you want on screen.
0: So what, what is this? Um, Sorry if I'm misunderstanding some of what this partner direct stuff is, but is it's not stuff that's necessarily coming exclusively to Xbox no, or it's gonna be on no. Game Pass. It's no, just stuff that'll be on the platform.
3: I don't think there's anything exclusive in here. Okay.
0: Um so it's it's just games that are coming like heads up, these games are coming to Xbox soon or in yeah. the near future.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's just kinda it's stuff they would have negotiated with the partners to put sure. on the stream not for for whatever reason. Although it is weird to see, like you know, the titles for like a dragon pop up at the end, and it just lists Xbox and Windows as the platforms.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, that's a that's the Microsoft, or I'm sorry, the Xbox partner preview. Um, that is that happened. Uh, you can go watch it. Or yeah, the archives of it.
3: Interesting to see this stuff evolve. Like, I mean, like the Snake Eater stuff was trending on Twitter. Like, obviously, it got a fair amount of attention for something that's like pretty low key. Like I didn't even realize this was happening until this morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's
3: just like, Hey, here's this. What is it? 30 minutes. Yeah. It's like a 30 minute stream kind of in the, uh, in the like permanently post E3 world. It seems like this stuff is just going to get more and more diffused throughout the year.
0: And that's, um, that snake Air thing is out now or is it out tomorrow?
3: Snakey, e- the snake Era remake, the, the, uh, the collection. Sorry. No, no, no the, the master, master collections out now. already. That's out now. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's just the original games in a new package.
0: For some reason, in my head, I thought they were all going to be bundled together. With no, they this got thing. announced
3: at the same time, like during the same okay. stream. But they're totally separate. Uh, all th- right, I don't think there's a date on that remake. The Delta,
0: officially called Delta. Did somebody say Delta during um, the
3: anything? Seems to be the accepted pronunciation. Yeah, that's all what right. I mean. That's what Wikipedia says. All right.
0: Uh, There is uh, one other thing here for the news, pretty small, but they um, had some shots that they leaked or they got out there of the PS5 Slim and the detachable disk drive.
3: It's starting to get out into retail, I believe, is what's happening. Like there's shots shots of the final box out there now.
0: Uh, And people started noticing that there was uh, some uh, verbiage, uh, some text on it that says requires... Uh, An internet connection and uh, what it seems like is you have to basically be a a handshake with some server or authentic uh, uh, server out there when you first get this thing, this detachable drive or put the drive on that, you know, kind of sucks for stuff in the long run is basically the upshot I've seen some people write in future proofing this thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we will know absolutely for sure. I mean, I guess the fine print is pretty definitive, but obviously once people get their hands on it and really test what's going on, but it seems like it's a one time handshake, right? Yeah. Like,
0: that's what they're, that's what they're assuming at this point. Again, like you said, we probably won't know until we really, really get into it.
3: Yeah. It's, it's not like you have to be connected every time you put a disc in the drive, but it's still kind of a bummer. I don't really know why this is necessary. Yeah. Um, I can't
0: fathom it myself. Um, it the the text. And I'm going to look for the exact. Text
3: yeah, I here. couldn't. I couldn't find a photo of the actual fine print.
0: It's on a. It's on a tweet. I, I can send it to you. Internet connection required to pair disc drive and PS5 console upon setup. Huh? Um, is that on the is,
3: standalone disc drive? do You know, or is that on the actual bundle the with the disc drive? Because you would you would hope out of the box this would not be necessary if you bought the full disk bundle
0: yeah i'm not sure which box they got this off of um because this is just an inset photo of this little text on the thing uh but yeah i mean either way it's unfortunate maybe it's unfortunate
3: It's, it's you know is it is it likely to ever really be an issue probably not but it does it did it really need to be there no
2: it's just and another it's the- thing in a long line of things that are just not particularly friendly to the idea of preservation. You know, that's that's really all it is.
3: I mean, it's one of
0: those things, too. Like, again, you're right. You're right, Alex. I mean, that's kind of the gist of the articles I've read on, like, wh- you know, why is this a big deal? It's like, well, look, further on down the line, if your drive breaks and you need to get a, a drive 20 years from now, or you're, you're you're getting, you're swapping drives or something and you want to pair it and that server's down, Mm -hmm. then you might not be able to do what you need to do
2: well we have a system for you it's the launch model of the playstation 5
0: (laughs) and i wonder if at some point they can fix this with firmware or somebody can do something or (laughs) at some point this to a somebody's personal server
1: or something it
0: sounds like one of those things where it's like put this usb key in boot your ps5 like hold down get into developer mode you know do this thing uh later on but we'll see just um
3: I have, I have pretty strong faith that eventually somebody would be able to defeat this down the line if it became yes. necessary, but it's just, I still, it's a shame that they have to do that.
0: Yeah. And again, this is super early on. This is all also basically based on some, some marketing and text we've seen. So we'll see what happens uh, as we move forward here, but they interesting nonetheless. Uh, yeah.
3: Always connected. That's the consoles.
2: <laughs> yes. Even when you're, you're I want to live in,
3: even when you're buying discs, you need an internet connection uh, no. or hope to buy a disc. Right. Well, you basically do anyway. I mean, like you kind of do. Yes. Yeah, like I've talked know, about this before. I mean, I, I very much caught into the idea. Cause if you go down go out and look at sales, like follow cheap ass gamer or somebody on Twitter, like you'll realize why people buy discs still, because like Callisto protocol day one edition was $3 and 75 cents the other
1: day Oh <laughs> on, wow!
3: on disc. Like, you can get some real cheap ass games on disc if you keep your eyes open. Um, so the, the, the economical argument makes a lot of sense there, but the, but the like, um, I don't even know how to categorize this. The, the part where you are buying discs to have the physical game in your possession, whole and complete, Mm -hmm. like that's not a thing anymore, you know, like nothing is shipping finished on discs these days.
0: I mean, it's been this way for now, two generations. So, uh, and just to clarify, we said before, this image that people saw came from the PS5 Slim Modern Warfare 3 bundle. Yeah. That's the that's the one they saw it on. And then I guess initially, according to this story on GamesRadar, people were looking at the 155 gigabyte minimum, <laughs> the, the text uh-huh. that was on there. And then somebody noticed, <laughs> wait, what's that Internet thing?
3: Well, hey, you're in luck. I think that the usable space on the SSD probably went up about exactly that amount <laughs> on this model.
0: <laughs> that game is very big. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's kind of it for the news. Yeah. Uh,
3: am I'm, I'm in the fucking slim console fever has overtaken me. Uh oh. Every time, every time a new revision of a console comes out, I like the the fever grips me. Of like, man, mm-hmm. maybe I should maybe I should get one of those.
0: If you got one, would you get? One with the? Would you get the driveless one oh, at a, this
3: point? Oh no, no, absolutely not. Especially you would now. Get, especially okay. now that it's only a fifty dollar difference, not a hundred. Okay. Yeah, it and is a no, little smaller. I have no need for it. It's really not that much smaller. Somebody did a cool thing where they made an they they three D modeled it based on the measurements that are out, uh-huh. and they did an AR video <laughs> next to the the, the existing PS Five and a Series X. That's pretty cool. They just did an AR video of walking around the real consoles with the 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 digital, the virtual, uh, slim. next kind of neat. So you can see exactly how big it is. It's still bigger than the Series X. <laughs> sure. Sure. It's a long, it's, it's a tall console. It's smaller, but when you reduce the biggest console ever made.
2: <laughs> it's a reduction, not a small, it, it, it has not been it's, ensmalled. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, all right. That is the, uh, uh, PlayStation 5's, uh, uh, reported needed connection for its, uh, auxiliary drive, let's call it the the add on drive for it. That's kind of the news there. Um, I did have a conversation with my brothers and tack this onto the news about. All right, what are we doing here? Are we going? Uh, are we going to stick in the PlayStation ecosystem or are we move into Xbox? Does anything happen now with the sale of um, um, Activision and Blizzard to Microsoft that changes anybody's mood there? It's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting conversation moving forward. Okay. Game Pass is So nothing not,
2: has been arrived at on that?
0: No, because it, it really kind of hinges on Game Pass, which yeah. is an extra 15 to up plus dollars a month if you're going in there. My older brother doesn't have, has no need really for the PC Game Pass part of it, but to play online and get the benefits of Game Pass, you have to have both of those. And if you're not doing Ultimate, you have to combine those. Game Pass, and what is the other
3: one called? I forget. They don't call it live um, anymore. What uh, is it? Game Pass Core, I think.
0: Yeah. So, like, you know, it, it adds up, you know, and that's, that's a, that's gets expensive, you know, if you're not chewing through that catalog of games or, or testing out those games. So,
3: yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you as I'd, I'd, as someone with a regular friend group from back home that I play games with, though, so like, Game Pass is huge for them. Like, yeah. They have PCs. Like, that's, that's the difference probably there is that they, Use PCs quite a bit, so they do benefit so they just from PC use, Game Pass. But like, they get the ultimate every time. Every time the conversation comes up, almost weekly, of like, all right, what are we playing? Like, if it's on Game Pass, like it is instantly like goes to the top of the list. Of like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, because because like, I would say that the hit rate for like playing something and liking it enough to play it again is not <laughs> is not great. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, there's plenty of stuff we play once, and it's like, oh, that was cool. What's all right? What's next? So like. In that context, having Game Pass and having all these games. Like, Payday 3, you know? Right. Like, Payday 3 was a huge one of just, like, everybody's got Game Pass, so let's just check it out.
0: I, I guess if I if we talk about I'll, I'll bring this up with my brothers, too. If we talk about it, I was like, look, it's... I forget what the exact price is on the Ultimate one, but it, let's just call it $15 right now. It's Yeah, 15 a month. Um, it's like, hey, you know, we get together, try to get together once a week at least. If you break that up, you know, that's like... Three or four dollars a session, that's less than it would cost to go out and get some coffee or something together if we were to get together and like we're able to kind of sample these games uh throughout the course of a of a weekend, we'll see. I mean the big thing really was like, you know, we're so bopping in and out of Call of Duty. If Call of Duty winds up being on Game Pass in the future, that's sixty dollars right there, maybe seventy dollars right there at at that point. Um and so we'll we'll have to kind of see that that could pay for, you know close to half a year there so ish all right uh that's gonna do it for the news emails mm-hmm. we've got an email address it's podcast at com. podcast at com. podcast at nextlander.com, nextlander.com. Brad oh,
3: shoemaker three times huh mm-hmm. you always gotta to hit it three i've heard it's the best way to make people remember things uh-huh what do we got going on in the old uh, email bag? Uh, let me see here. I had one. Where did it go? Why are inboxes such a nightmare?
0: That's a good question. Is that Who is that
3: coming from? Brad Shoemaker? Here it is. Okay. Zach in Albany, Oregon. You're on the design team for the PS5. You're asked to add one new feature to the next PlayStation 5 model that makes it a worse experience for the user. What do you add? Oh. Ooh, okay. I uh I would I would make it so that if you buy the optional disc drive add-on, you have to authenticate on the internet before you can nice. use
0: it. Nice. There you go. Take that, Sony. Yeah. Uh I would make it so that um it periodically forgets your login and you have to log in with your Sony account with your full password using just the controller and it doesn't support keyboards anymore. Oh man.
3: Like that that basically is the eShop on on the <laughs> Switch. Mhm. Like, I've, I was reminded as my SD card died and I've been having to go into the eShop to deal with redownloading games and stuff. Like, having to do the login every time I open the eShop. Like, uh,
0: Wait, I don't have to do that on my you Switch. You don't
3: have to. You can save the password, oh, but there's no way I to see. lock a Switch. So, I don't yes, want my... you're right. If somebody steals this very portable device, then they can <laughs> yeah. just open it and start buying shit on my credit card. Fair enough. So, I... Put parental mode on. N- Nintendo should have had... The, I cannot believe there's not just some basic lock mechanism for a Switch. Right, not I've only got... is there no lock
0: mechanism there is no lock mechanism between accounts on yeah. it's just a heads up
2: yeah. yeah all right i've got mine okay diagonal stand <laughs> and that's the only <laughs> way right. you can stand it
0: okay it <laughs> just takes sure. up the most room sure. it literally
2: is at either it is at an angle either left or right those are your
0: choices oh that's brilliant that's yeah. good that's a good one that is that's... maybe the worst dumbest thing you that's could possibly gnarly.
1: do
0: that's yes pretty gnarly uh, uh, it's pretty bad. Uh, USB ports on the bottom would be pretty bad. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, software wise, uh,
3: remove the ability to copy save games to USB. Oh wait, they did that already. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Reverse what happens when you hold the PlayStation vert button versus when you touch the PlayStation button. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: they yes, remove,
3: remove the ability to hold down the, the PS button to turn the thing off. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I've got a million of them.
2: What if we just uh-huh. remove the PS button?
3: Oh, I I don't, I don't, I don't mind the PS Five. I don't mind. No, PS Four was better. Like there are only just a few regressions from the PS Four that are just kind of baffling.
0: Yeah. Uh, make it make it even taller, but I feel like your diagonal one really takes the size cake on that one. That's That's the best one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, I'm here to ruin lives, man. That's what I do. Uh, okay, one more. Make a bespoke port for everything. Make a, make it so that uh, why use USB-C, come up with your own port for every peripheral you want to ever use. Uh, I make me buy an HDMI We've named new ports adapter. after everyone who was CEO of PlayStation at one
2: time or another. This is the Kutaragi port. This uh-huh. is the Jack Trenton, Trenton port. port. Yeah, yeah. Here's the port. Jim Ryan port. It yells at you. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this port doesn't work quite
2: right. Wait, uh-huh.
3: Jim Ryan does not strike me as a yeller. At all.
0: He's
2: got a quiet rage. It's more of a terseness than a yelling. Yes,
3: a very clipped sort of delivery.
0: Uh, He just looks disappointed in you. Yes. I bet he turns very red. Like when he's angry. All right, Brad, you got another email?
3: Sure. Here's one from Cullen. I have this weird obsession with what I call facility games, or games which take place inside one giant facility. That's a pretty good name. I like Arkham Asylum. Uh, And especially ones in which weird science shit happens. Mm -hmm. Control, Metal Gear Solid 2, Dead Space, and Portal 2 are probably the best examples that I can think of off the cuff. I was wondering if you had any other games, books, movies, or TV that fit into this vibe as well. No, I haven't watched Severance yet, but it's on my list.
2: Severance Severance does does take place outside of a facility, but a lot of it is in that facility.
0: So, so, sorry, Brad, it was Control. What were the other ones?
3: Uh, the examples? Control, Portal 2. Portal 2, Dead Space, and MGS2.
0: Okay. Like Half-Life count? Half-Life 1 count there? Or you kind of break out of
3: yeah, the facility? Kind of out of the facility fairly quickly. Or, you know, a good chunk of that yeah. game is outside. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Like, I would see? kind of argue the first Resident Evil is yeah. that. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure this. I'm sure Colin does not need to be told about the franchise Resident no. Evil. No, but, I mean it, you know it's a mansion, but it's still like like setting the the like institutional science shit aside. Like yeah, I I love this kind of game too. Like absolutely, like getting to know one big space over the course of the whole game. BioShock count.
2: Yes. Sure. Yes, yeah, Bioshock original that, would absolutely count. I think okay. that fits. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say this person has probably also played Bioshock at some <laughs> yeah, point in their life. Ever <laughs> heard of be, its game Bioshock?
3: Probably going to be hard to recommend games here.
2: What was that horror game that came out last year? The the, the one that was kind Sig- of the S- PlayStation? Sig- Signalis. Signalis. Yeah, like that one seems like it mostly takes place in one general location, doesn't it? You bounce I around a little bit,
0: it, but yeah, you do bounce around, but yeah, it is mostly like if you're talking about get the key card for the elevator so you can go up or down the facility. Yes, yeah, you know, I
2: is. think it's I in that kind of, vein for I sure. D-
3: I don't know why I have this exact same brand of brain rot, apparently, but like I remember when I started playing control, like how fucking tickled pink I was when I found out or when I realized like when it dawned on me like, oh my God, I'm going to spend the entire game inside this building that fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, I don't know why that's so exciting, but it totally is.
0: Uh, let's see. Trying to think what else. Inside.
3: Hmm. Soma? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. Soma is not a bad one. I mean, you that's not out, a bad one at all. You know, you do a bunch of like undersea ocean floor walks, but you yeah. basically is just one big undersea base the whole game?
2: Yeah, you're more or less trapped in the same general zone for almost all of that game. So That's
3: also very much meets the weird science shit requirement. Absolutely.
0: Sure. Yes.
3: Soma's... God, Soma's so good. It's a real good one.
0: Soma's pretty good. Okay, good. I li- I'm glad I got one. There's some good suggestions, I think. And uh, if you've already
2: played all those, well, look, we tried. There are no other games. Yeah.
0: Uh, are there any no they, uh, um, everything i think of uh, at some point you start off and then you go outside of a of a thing
2: there's got to be some more oh i'm sure there is i mean look it, it, did, did i think of everything on, in the instant this question was posed to me no <laughs> yeah but i think there's still there's still a lot of stuff out there and those are some good starting points definitely check out signalis i think that might be in the the wheelhouse of what they're looking for
0: yeah especially if you like that type of uh, uh that type of gameplay uh brad we got another one. Oh, you know what uh like look I don't know. Wait, was this, maybe this was in the original question. Did they say Dead Space? No. did they? That was in the original. Okay. Okay. Dead okay, Space what's the, 2. What's the, what's the, what's the Dead Space not Dead Space game that just came out? Callisto Protocol. Yeah, <laughs> Callisto Protocol. Mm, there it's kind of there. It's also that yeah, Dead Space remake. Um, Dead Space remake. Yeah, There was that game um, Fort Solis kind of is that game, mm-hmm. if, but it's you know, that's going to come down to do you like that kind of gameplay or not. Uh, which is maybe
2: what know. was that game that you played? A quick look of some years ago that was on that like moon or space base where you were controlling a lot of the cameras around mm-hmm. the environment. Oh,
3: um, it starts with an O. Mm-hmm. Observation? Is it, is it just, observation. Is it just is... observation?
2: Because there's Observer, which is a totally that's different game that's from the that's that's the Rutger Hauer game. Yeah, uh, that is ob-
3: that is observation.
2: Yeah. Would that fall into
0: that that category? You think? I think so. I mean, that yeah. space station stuff—that's like almost a subcategory of those things. Like that, um, deliver us the moon. Yeah. Deliver us, yeah. Deliver But I remember observation Mars being pretty novel. Yeah, that was all right. That's, that's a fun game. Like, yeah, being trapped on a space station—that's a like mm-hmm. System Shock. Go. I love to be
2: trapped on a space station.
0: Who who wouldn't want to be trapped? You heard about a game called Alien Isolation? <laughs> there you go. Um. all right Brad. You got one more
3: yeah at least one should we talk about in-home game streaming or should we talk about Wendy O Williams both those are two very different emails they are maybe we'll say Wendy other O Williams uh, maybe we'll get to that one next week okay okay Uh, here's one from Doug uh, I was listening to the most recent Ramblecast and the discussion about streaming games to devices within the home uh-huh Love I'm it. I'm redoing my garage to be a game slash nerd room, and was having trouble getting the Steam Deck and other devices to do exactly what I wanted. As part of the work I've done, I've installed a couple of Cat6 cables to each of my devices in the house. What I've decided to do instead is use a KVM over IP box. He included uh-huh. a link to a Trip light box that he's looking at. This is this is a pretty interesting idea. Uh, there there are a bunch of different brands, but of of these but basically you can extend an HDMI and some USB ports for controllers and such over a single cat six cable. This one is four so- K 60, which is plenty for me. I'll simply be patching the box located at my computer over a cat six, patching it together at the patch panel uh, that will be at my new projector. And I'll be good to go. Uh, just a couple of hotkey and monitor configurations away from doing exactly what I want.
0: I'm so curious about curious about this. Cause I feel like Brad, you, you're a little more into this world than I am, but like, like there's latency issues. Yeah,
3: my my only like this sounds really interesting and promising, but I mean if it's if it's for compute remote computer use, any well, actually having having used some. In fact, I have a Pi KVM, which is a form of IP KVM right here. Like, I I would I would want to try to evaluate it for latency before you commit to doing game stuff over it, because like right. some some remote KVM stuff is like, you know, good enough to get on the machine and do whatever maintenance stuff needs to be done to reboot the server or whatever, but might not be performant or, you know, low latency enough to play games through. I don't know. I, I actually, I actually do not know. I would be, yeah, curious. I guess I'd it, be curious to hear.
0: I guess maybe it would come down to what kind of signal processing is happening along that whole chain, right? It, can it stay native along whatever encoding that HDMI signal is through the cat six, out the other end of the box back into the HDMI or does it have to convert that signal a couple of times and I feel like that's where you'd wind up I, I also wonder if I can get these with Cat 5e because I think that's what's running to my garage or mm-hmm. a Cat 6 I think has an extra wire or two in it right is that I, can't, a- I can't remember
3: what the physical difference is I mean 5e is also pretty like I think 6 the only real advantage is when you're going over crazy long runs like okay. way, way longer than you're probably doing
0: um that's cool though. Like, I would, I've got two drops in my garage. Uh, one I was just going to dedicate to um, a router, uh, wireless, uh, sorry, uh, like a uh, access switch. point. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, to an access point. Oh, the other okay. one was going to go into a switch. But there's really no reason, I think, why I couldn't put the access point on the switch and dedicate a one to one. Oh, yeah. If, you definitely I, could do that. Yeah. I don't know if these things probably can't come out of a switch I would assume I, I bet they want to be direct line you know between the two boxes I assume I, I'm I don't know why I'm assuming that I just other stuff I've had that goes over stuff like this usually wants a direct connection and not to be routed through anything or go through a switch mm-hmm. um which you know makes makes the routing a little harder but yeah if I could because when I'm in the garage if I could hit basically to stream stuff to another computer uh have it on a remote thing in my basement would be awesome. And it's basically, but I want a physical connection between what I'm outputting and the streaming machine. I don't want to do it over NDI or anything like that. So, uh, let's see, let's see. I don't know. I mean, that could be a thing too, where like a couple of milliseconds of delay on the stream is not going to break anything. Um, rack everything remote and rack baby. Mm hmm. That's. I looked these up. I saw that email. And I looked some of these up and I was like that that's an interesting solution. Um and that I, I'm curious if people have done this what the what their um a if it just works in general the tech and b are there qualities of this tech where it's like okay look some of these are better than others, you know. Um
3: yeah. 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 So it seems, it seems like there's just going to be more and more <clears throat> like demand for stuff like this because A, nobody wants to have to build two PCs. (laughs) Like, come on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As expensive as PC stuff is getting, you can't necessarily just build a second one to put under your TV. But so many games on PC are of a console-like nature now. Yeah. Where you want to sit on a couch and play them as if they are a console. So, more ways of having a PC somewhere in the house and getting that to whatever room uh, would certainly be welcome.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to kind of piggyback on that too... Not only are building the is expensive, getting a video card under your TV, a full-size video card under your TV is your building, putting a big old tower under your, it's, you can get the mini PC that can go under there. But if you want that <laughs> full-size graphics card, I have, mm-hmm. I have seen
3: people figure out ways to get forty nineties into small form factor cases, but it's, it's a lot, that, it's, it's yeah. a lot. I mean,
0: you got to be at least the width of the card at that point, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Or are they snapping the card in weird places, breaking mm. off fans and things?
3: Uh, like, they're water-cooling them in some cases. I mean, there are also just, like, smaller cards that are made specially for that purpose. Yeah. Like, like, notebook cards or, or like, uh... Um, also, the, the weird thing about 4090s is, like, all the ones that came out at launch were, like, ch- fucking huge, and now the, now the same manufacturers are putting out smaller versions of the cards.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I I haven't looked. Are have card prices come down no, much at all? No. no,
3: man, those are not going anywhere. I mean, like Jensen Huang, the head of Nvidia, like basically drew a line in the sand two years ago, three years ago, where he more or less said like these are the new prices for GPUs. Get used to it. Ugh. So that's love it. That's not a. That is not necessarily just a.
0: So that's like a. That's like what? Like six or seven hundred dollar plus investment. Yeah, like, like to get in.
3: Well, I mean, there there are lower-end cards, but as we're seeing with Alan Wake 2, like, there are trade-offs there. Man. All right.
0: Man, that's a little a bit of a bummer. <laughs> I was thinking about getting a new card for um, one of my virtual PCs here to just have it dedicated on it. But not, and not at that price. Uh, kids can play Boulder's Gate on this old card over here. All right. I think that's going to do it for the emails. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. Uh, You can send them in to podcast at nextlander.com. I was just going to bring up what is coming up on the release calendar here. we got a planorama coming up uh, in a couple of weeks here, but I haven't really dug to see if anything else has popped up on the November calendar. Last time I looked, it was fairly slim.
3: It is possible. It is not even possible. It is definitely the slowest November I have ever seen. It's not much for releases. Uh, it's Call like, of Duty. I, I mean, it's not nothing. I, I always not feel much. I always feel weird rattling off the like games that I think are notable because inevitably there's stuff I'm skipping that other people are very interested in. So it's what the
2: panorama is for?
3: Uh, like this is still just kind of like Gamespot voice talking here of like mm-hmm. what are the games that would definitely get reviewed? Uh huh. Like it's Call of Duty. There's that Super Mario RPG remake. Uh huh. Um, WarioWare. Yeah, WarioWare, yes.
0: Uh, we said it before, but the Like a Dragon Gaiden comes out.
3: Yes, I did actually f- keep forgetting about that one, because, I mean, that is an older release in Japan. Uh, Talus Principle 2 is coming out. 2, sure. Robocop. Yes, I guess Robocop somehow <laughs> managed to become notable. Um, it's. I mean, look, against
0: all odds, that demo was pretty good. Yeah,
3: there's, there's not nothing, but no. um, like Persona 5 Tactica, I forgot that was on yep. the list.
0: Apparently, Flashback 2 is still slated to come out in November.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: well,
0: look, somebody who will never relinquish hope for a good new Flashback. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's, it's fine because I got plenty of stuff going on, but if you really want to knock your socks off, go look at December. Uh, not that December was ever jam-packed with stuff, but we're currently I have two games on our December list. Mm-hmm. steam world build and avatar
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah and i i'm still assuming steam world build will come out on that date but i don't know I
3: don't yeah know, maybe. i mean it's fine to me like august to august to october were are so strong and chock-a-block with big games i think it's fun.
0: oh there's plenty of stuff and i've got yeah. plenty of stuff to play i'm just um we're not uh, out of video games no what i'm saying is next week my might hear a little bit about Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man and Mario wonder.
3: Yeah. I Those don't like. go
0: forward. the invincible. You guys remember that one? Looked uh, cool. yes. Anyway.
3: Is a good, like, like kind of adventurous game on Mars? Yeah. Yes. yes,
0: exactly. That looked kind of good. That's in December or sorry, November. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for the games the news, the emails, which brings us to what's going on over at next lander. We got the watch has going on over at Nextlander. We are wrapping up our month of horror. As Brad mm-hmm. alluded to, we have watched plenty of horror movies. Not horrible, but horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just finished recording A Train to Busan, which will be up on Monday of, uh, of this coming, uh, after this podcast, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, over on the watchcast that's over on the patreon stream uh and then alex we have we are switching gears again on the old uh watchcast yes we are and you will find the announcement for what we are
2: switching gears to at the end of that episode that is going up this monday
0: so you can check that out over at patreon.com slash nextlander. Sounds like things are still uh, uh, being worked out, hopefully being worked out with uh, the SAG strikes. We are going to continue down the road of some non, uh, let's say, Hollywood studio uh, mm-hmm. uh, films. And so you can- For uh, at least one more on. month, if not longer. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Gotta find out what happened to Coop.
2: He, he's uh, still out there, man. I'm telling you.
0: Oh, it has been that That goat has <laughs> been holding it. Yeah. Just um, waiting. It's like, it's exactly what the
2: people who watched it back in the 1990s had to go through. (laughs) How long did they have to wait? Uh, All summer.
0: Okay, look, are we closing in? Are we we approaching? We're at two months
2: now. I think one more and change, and then we'll be at the same wait period
0: okay we're just trying to recreate the, the vibe absolutely right? we're trying yeah, yeah. to
2: br- bring the hype back
0: <laughs> you can check that out uh over at patreon.com slash next we can also find a tier there to support us plenty of tiers there we thank everybody who uh makes this possible all the streams the all tiers the tears of the kingdom the tears of our right. empire that's right it's uh, look i'm not saying it's an empire yeah but you can it's be a going th- concern we did agree on that <laughs> Uh, you can go there find a tier that's right for you uh, and that fits your lifestyle thank you very much there is one tier there though that gets their names read on this year's show and Alex Navarro mm. would you do the honor of reading uh, those mysterious benefactors for this week
2: I think I can our mysterious benefactors for this week are Ryan Waterman RRE the hebees of a man's GB is stonier Lewis John Richardson Vornak Infelicitous Rips, Kelly F, Brian Lussier, Skywarp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Brad's Mid-size Haunted Hoodoo Voodoo, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, Jerry Lee, Deirdre wishes Liz the Mod a happy engagement. Gary Peski, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, Dollar Sign, Peter Reardon, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Statics. Andrew Jackson, Mega Brains, Rasgris Boo, Brian Murphy, Randy Duax, Andrew Teepkin, Alex Wu, It Me JP, Matt Clements Jr., Edward Chick, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lynn, Matthew Harrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese.
0: Those are our mysterious benefactors for this week. Thank you to all of them. And thank you to everyone who has gone over to patreon.com slash and supported us to our majority of our support comes from. We can't thank you enough. Again, making everything here possible. Also making possible our stream tomorrow, our patrons choice stream where we will have Abby Russell and Rich Gallup joining us to play through some of Jackbox 10. And we'll get some fibbage in there as well. Do love a game of fibbage. Uh, so check that out tomorrow. Thanks to the patrons who voted for that uh, on Friday. Our plan is to jump into some Alan wake 2. Uh that releases on Friday. So we're going to check that out. Probably start near the beginning ish. I would say, you know, I don't want to have any spoilers there for everybody. Just kind of getting into it. Uh, but Alan wake two is available on Friday. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking that's going to be on game pass. Is it? It's not right.
3: No, definitely. It's like not.
0: stuck in my head that this definitely is like not. a Microsoft. Yeah.
3: No, that is not. Thing. That is an epic published game. As a matter
0: Epic. Of fact. Epic. Like they, um, they funded
3: it, so that means it will probably never come to Steam. I guess that's true.
0: Probably that's not.
3: True. Probably not.
0: Um, so you can check that out uh on Friday. Uh, and then uh, later on, uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks here, we'll have another uh, Never Been a Better Podcast, but you can still check out all of those over on our Patreon, along with the Ramblecast, along with the current Watchcast, along with the Planorama, along with the Q&A. Mm-hmm. There is plenty of it, man. Look, even if the game releases might be feeling like they're drying up, plenty of stuff over in the Next Lander universe. The Next Lander universe. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Next the galaxy level. we're all kings of the Nextlander galaxy universe yes. yes um so come join us over there thank you alex navarro thank you thank you brad shoemaker mm-hmm. and we'll be back next week